everybody. Welcome to another video episode of Movies for Win. We're really excited to be seeing... What was that? I'm sure it was nothing. But we're here for a very special, scary episode of Movies for Win. Because we are celebrating... You can run, but you can't enter this podcast, bitch! <gasps> Who was that? <laughs> Who goes there? The voice from my nightmares! Could he really be back? After all the hypnosil we tranked children with? Could it really be him? Gross. It's pretty, I mean, it's pretty perfect for Freddy, right? Like... I suppose so. He is a horny bastard till the bitter end. I'll yep. give him that. Yeah, and he would love that children were singing a song about him. Yes. Yeah. Even, yes. Even at his old age. We love him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so long-time listeners, hardcore fans of the show are probably noticing a two unfamiliar voices and faces uh, today. Uh, why, don't, why don't you gentlemen take a minute to introduce yourselves? Alphabetical order. Sounds great. Uh, I'm Matt Lancaster. I'm one of the co-founders with Fright 90 with Denny and Sam here. Um, I'm a videographer around town, and we make horror movies. Woo! I'm pretty much all of those things, I'm, except that I'm not Matt. I'm Sam Swenson, <laughs> co-founder, also of Fright 90. We can't all be Matt Lancaster, <laughs> let me tell you. And then uh, I'm also a videographer in town. I have a production company, Burnt Pie Productions, and uh, yeah, I, this is I'm so excited to be here. Pretty damn cool. I feel like such a podcast host. I've always wanted to say this. Excited to have you here. Um, yeah, no, Matt and Sam and I, uh, we, we started watching horror movies together over over the pandemic. Uh, well, over the shutdown. The pandemic is still happening. And we're still watching horror movies together. So, um, But we would just have a weekly time to, like, we would pick, it was honestly pretty much movies for when every week we would pick three movies and then uh make a night to sit down and talk about them together we just didn't record it or show it to anyone um and then uh these guys are a little more ambitious than i am um and we're like we should make like a real ass uh film production company and i was like i'm along for the ride and that's also the origin story of our podcast greg was more ambitious than me and was like we should make a podcast i'll do most of the work (laughs) i was like i'm in and then i did Perpetual Brutus the Beefcake. Oh, dude. It's all I've ever wanted to be. I'm honored to be Brother Brutus for (laughs) y'all. I'll be strutting and cutting while you guys are putting in the legwork. All of you. (laughs) That's right. Um... So we're we're here to talk about uh, my favorite film franchise, Friday the Thirteenth, because well, I, I have real serious doubts that our YouTube video will drop Friday the Thirteenth, but our audio version of this podcast will be dropping Friday the Thirteenth, twenty twenty two. It should. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, do we have any housekeeping or what we've been watching lately before we get into the bulk of it? No, man. Like. I haven't really watched anything. I've been too busy. The only thing in theaters that I'm excited about is the new Bob's Burgers menu from Alamo Draft House. So yeah. that's, that's that's all I got going is, on. I love that it's not the movie. Not the movie. Yeah. It's the, the menu. menu. Also the movie, but the menu's available sooner. So, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll have you guys know that um, 
even I, I I didn't hate Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Popped hard for that trailer though. Yeah, the 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 best part of it was an Alamo exclusive Bob's Burger yeah. short titled "My Butt Has a Fever." Best thing. I've uh, seen it was fantastic, and I legit can't find it online. No, I want to watch it's, it again. It's only Alamo. Yeah, I tried to find it, and like it was a great way for them to like showcase the new animation that they're using. Looked great. Uh, it looked real solid. Guess yeah. I gotta I love go. Bob's, though. Mm-hmm. Guess I gotta go. <laughs> Can I ask for a second? That's Does anyone it. know what it is about the crispiness of the movie version of a cartoon? I know it's probably just production Budget. value, yeah. Yeah. but like at the same time, I'm like, it's just it, it's such a small like, ooh, yeah. It's like, well, I think it's just think, a little. Yeah, I think it's a, a money thing and, and, and time, right? Yeah. Like you have probably six years to make the movie, yeah. and you have a week to put an episode together. Well, they, they also add shadows. To like identical animation that has never had shadows on it when right. you watched it on right. TV, oh, you know. Like yeah, I remember yeah. that in like the Rugrats movie when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I noticed it in the Bob's Burgers short. It just like just a little more realism, a little more yeah. attention to detail, yeah. things in like a, that. And a moving, a quote unquote, moving camera. Yeah, right? yeah, like yeah. The camera can move in the space because it's a movie instead of it being two dimensional. Yeah, oh, I never thought about that dimension yeah. either. Yeah, it's like simultaneously everybody that's funding it being like, you better not fuck this up. And everybody <laughs> making it like, I really don't want to fuck this up. Like, I want to make <laughs> the best thing ever. We've got one shot. <laughs> and it all comes together to be something beautiful. Amen. <laughs> Dude, so shall we get into Friday the 13th? Absolutely. So, ma ma ma. Episode 8 was our first Friday the 13th. Uh, part 1. That was our first mm. episode for Friday the 13th. Wow. Uh, so, it's a good origin story episode. That's where we came up with gimmicks of the week, basically. That's right! Yeah. Uh, best kill for each movie. You kind of came up with it on the spot as we were recording, and we we stuck with it and had a, had a new one every week. That's not the gimmick this week. More on that yep. later. But, yeah. That it was it was back when my microphone audio would just spike up twice the volume and then go. I had to like manually click my volume back down. We've come a long way. Denny has I mean, a microphone now. We're on video yeah. now. Yeah. I was gonna say if we're gonna talk about microphone yeah, audio, uh, we've done a live show since then. Speaking Holy of shit. shadows, you've got shadows now. Yeah, <laughs> the animation in our podcast is so much better. Now. It's gone oh up gosh. literally a hundred percent. The animators on this are fantastic. What? The animators on this are fantastic. I look just like Bob's Burgers. I look real. <laughs> Oh my gosh, no chin. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, does anybody... We're going to start with the movies we're doing today. Uh, My pick was Friday the 13th Part 7, A New Blood. Greg Mm -hmm. chose Jason X. um, No, 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 no. No. What? Oh no! The yeah. audience chose Jason yes. X. That's yeah, right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That, we chose Jason X. Yeah. Right, right. Matt, Matt and Sam are Jason X. You, the people. I, I, I think there were like three votes. So we you guys like quite the, literally. Not. I checked, and, okay. I, and I, I'm gonna sound crazy, but I checked almost every hour that day <laughs> because I was like. It has to be Jason X, and if it's not, I'm not going on this. I'm not suggesting that I'm going on this podcast. <laughs> not that I don't like the other films, but I'm very, I'm very interested to see what the general consensus of Jason X is because somehow I like it. Oh man! With a Rotten Tomato score of 16, percent I'm like, not only am I in the bottom tier of human, <laughs> I'm 
somehow the worst human. <laughs> Sir, you are a rotten tomato. I, I don't think I don't think I could just be rotten. I think a moldy, like fried green tomato. Like, you're an absolutely a, decrepit a, a tomato. Com- a composted tomato. <laughs> Jason goes to hell's face tomato. Oh, oh. You're, you're the you're the reanimated corpse of a rotten yeah. tomato. Ooh, yeah. I like yeah. it. Lightning yeah. has struck you and brought you back from the grave. The tomato of my nightmares. Um, <laughs> And then we'll we'll bring it home with Greg's pick, Freddy versus Jason. Um, Sorry in advance. He... No, don't you dare apologize. <laughs> yeah, you better learn your audience right now. We, we had to. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. We Two had to. Three, we had to do I it eventually. Yeah. Yeah. We put Freddy versus Jason on while we were doing this setup, and uh, just pa- it's paused behind us right now. <laughs> um, so, um, does anybody want to give us a synopsis for Part Seven: A New Blood? Is anybody just chomping at the bit? Yeah, to do this? we're we're going chronological order. Uh, for sure. T- it was your pick, Denny. If you want to yeah. give a synopsis, I would oh, love okay. to hear Denny's it. Denny's got a a, lo- a big love for Seven. I really do. Love. I don't personally understand, so I would love to hear your synopsis. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I will tell you what I love about it. Is certainly not the dynamic storytelling. Um, so, um, well, it all starts out when there's this uh, uh, this girl with uh, Eleven from Stranger Things powers um, without the nosebleeds, um, and she kills her dad, right? <laughs> or something. Her Correct. dad. No, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, she accidentally. She accidentally yeah, kills yeah. her dad with her with her magical powers, um, and uh, that God the the amount of death at Camp Crystal Lake. So, Oh, cheers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, someone other than Jason Voorhees kills someone at Camp Crystal Lake, and they have a concept of remorse. Um, and then uh, her mom is dating a psychiatrist who's very much uh, in what I like to call the Judge Reinhold in the Santa Claus role um, with, with worse sweaters. Shitty Perfect. sweaters and all, yeah. And he decides <laughs> that as a form of therapy, he needs to bring her back to the, the camp where she murdered her father, um, despite the fact that at this point it should be pretty well known that this is a camp where people get murdered all the fucking time. It's a great Judge Reinhold quote because he straight up tells a child that Santa isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As a form of therapy. Yeah. Timmy, from your perspective, would you bring someone back to their traumatic place? Well, ethically, could you guarantee beyond a shadow of a doubt that that would do no harm to them? <laughs> well, I, I just ask, you know, Matt and I had a very a uh, similar situation <laughs> when we accidentally filmed an exorcism the other week. Uh, Greg, I, I don't think we'll have time on this podcast, but maybe for the next time we're on the show, we'll tell you next about Next time, yeah, story. when you guys do The Exorcist, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, tell, you about it's a we'll trip. tell you about a real exorcism we filmed. It's a trip. Yeah. And uh, no, I would absolutely not bring them back to the place where they were traumatized. Yeah. Uh, cool, so sorry, I, was, yeah. I was kidding. We didn't yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you're you're not therapists or yeah. filmmakers. Yeah, we can do that. Um, There's no rules for us. Yeah. Uh, sorry, so, yeah, it's hard to derail your synopsis. Oh, dude, it's okay. It was going nowhere. Uh, uh, she, it fits with uh, the theme of the film <laughs> yeah derailing the, power, the themes and the, plot. the power of electricity wait awakens jason from his watery grave at the end of part six where he took a boat <laughs> propeller to the face electricity and narration resurrects yes. Jason. <laughs> yes um and jason you know he's if nothing but consistent he goes and does what he does every time you resurrect him he just starts fucking killing people um and he seems to uh be quite the craftsman inventing all new kinds of lawn care and maintenance tools that definitely don't exist for real purposes um 
And, dude, it's the same plot as every Friday the 13th movie where there's, like, a precocious boyfriend and a triumphant girl and a whole lot of fucking murder. And then things get really fucking crazy because um, his mask comes off and he's, like, this demon motherfucker and his spinal cord's all showing and he's taking perfect textbook flatback Bret Hart bumps through staircases. Um, and <laughs> then they blow up a goddamn cabin um, and then they, uh, you know, chase him into the lake and with the power of the love of her father, uh, kill him. Mm. Um, and I happen to think it is one of the most fun mm. I don't know that I would say good, um, but one of the most fun and enjoyable Friday the 13th movies uh, for all the effects and all the absurdity. I think they they deliver in spades. So that's that's my synopsis, and, and we'll call that my relationship with it because all of these Friday the 13th movies, it's hard for me to say my relationship with them because I was just constantly renting them as a kid and constantly watching the marathons on Spike TV. Do you guys remember those? Oh, they would yeah. just run so many of them. Of um, and, and then, like, finally like it was as late as 2018 that i was like i have no idea where any of these movies begin and end and just sat down and watched the franchise start to finish so that's we'll call that my relationship with the movie too do y'all have any uh t tell me your history with friday the 13th part 7 that was a throw to greg oh you, you, you said you guys <laughs> That was, a, that was a, a, a general. That was a vosotros. Wow. I, I want to go last for the relationship because oh, okay. I have I have something to vent. But so yeah, I, I want to. Greg hear has it. grievances to air with this movie. Let's hear them. No, no, no. I'll go last. You guys, you oh, guys okay. go. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Matt, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go ahead and go first because I have the probably the least amount of relationship with Part Seven. It is next to Jason Goes to Manhattan. It is my least favorite Friday movie. I do not like it. I, <laughs> I this is I, already off, off your I, I do not like where it ends. I feel like it has this great like momentum to a story and then completely falls flat. And we'll get into this when we talk about Jason X, but it also like ends in a way that is because they can't deliver on it. It just like does not does not deliver in its end in its promise of an ending. What? Is this not where uh, the end of the movie is the Freddy hand? Isn't no, that's, oh, that's, that's, that's Jason Goes, goes to Hell. Yeah. Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah. I'm all wrong. See, I don't like Part 7. <laughs> this I, I don't like Part 7 so much, I have replaced it with the <laughs> next thing. <laughs> right. Two movies later, you're like, this is, this is where I'll now. pick back yeah. up. <laughs> you just retconned three movies and condensed them because you just like matter. So <laughs> well, I have a very different opinion. I think I agree with Denny. And Denny and I did recently have a screening together of watching Part 7. Indeed. And I think we both just, you know, felt like, like what Denny said, that it is really fun. And as soon as, like, the movie starts, if you can just, like, say, this girl has superpowers and this is also a Friday the 13th movie, and then, like, ride that ride, you can have fun. But if you're like, but how? You, I mean, you're hung up the whole movie because they just don't explain it. That's, that's the camp I fall into. Yeah, like, it's like, you're, you just have to just say, yeah, it's Carrie versus Jason. They make that movie. Uh, <laughs> well, they tried. I, I think that's also what I like about it is that it, you know, when you read, and I'm sure we'll get into this since uh, Freddy vs. Jason is on the top on the docket, but you, like, when you realize that it was supposed to be that, and that it was in developmental hell, and then it turned into this, you can kind of see the bits and pieces that were going to be Freddy vs. Sure. Jason. Mm -hmm. 
which all of a sudden does make it even more fun to me because I'm like, it looks like a, you know, it just looks like a jigsaw puzzle of a movie and where they're just like, okay, we'll rewrite this scene now because there's it's a girl with telekinetic powers, but it was supposed to be Freddy, but we'll just rewrite it and like take out all the bitches and like make it a girl. <laughs> like, like it was, it's a very like interesting, I think, historical part of the Friday the 13th franchise and a clear turn in like what uh, became, yeah. you know, Jason takes Manhattan, Jason goes to hell, and Jason X. I think those three movies are completely contingent on the fact of like how weird and absurd Part Seven is, which yeah. again I think as a time capsule is really really fun, and probably the last time that Jason lives. I mean, yes, technically it's still an eighty slasher for Takes Manhattan. But I think takes Manhattan's pretty unbearable. Um, but for seven, <laughs> disagree. <laughs> Which you know, I it has its moments. They're I all my think, precious little babies. I just think it's like it's one of the slowest of the of the franchise. Yes, it's on a boat for nine but, minutes. But the but seven is the last time that we are in like slasher like like the best part of slashers, the vibe of slashers, mm. uh, especially of that era. I think before yeah. it moves on to like this you know just trying to like do anything to get people to care i think this yeah. is the last time that someone's like i'm just having fun and like well it's like we're doing what we have to do to make us another one like where the turn happens between are we going to continue a franchise or are we going to just throw literally anything at the wall because we know people will come if jason's in the movie i mean but i think that <laughs> you I, clearly I miss jason lives <laughs> aka friday the 13th part six jason is in this one yeah. <laughs> We're sorry about last time. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, Greg. What, what's what's? I, I'm excited to hear your takes on this. Well, you've, been, you've been hyping me up. What's your relationship with the movie? I I I didn't intend for hype to be the reaction here, <laughs> but listen, I hadn't seen this one before. I think Denny, you had described this one as something they wanted to do as a freddy versus jason but then they decided that they were going to do freddy versus carrie and then they couldn't get the rights to carrie so they just did a girl with matilda powers yes so that's exactly matilda what happened yes. I, was, <laughs> I, I was i was pretty stoked because i feel like at a certain point the franchise was basically founded on compromising on what we can't do because of legal reasons and that's when it got more interesting and fun in different ways than we had been used to but my relationship yeah like i said i hadn't seen it we hadn't mentioned where you can watch this movie oh shit. this is on amc plus which is a totally which, real streaming service, which, which I don't where have. They do all of the marathons yeah. now. Spike doesn't exist, yeah. <laughs> so it's just, AMC runs every. I bet you it's happening tomorrow. And for reference, I own all of the Friday the Thirteenth on DVD, and then Denny came over and I realized, oh, it's twenty twenty two, and I no longer own a DVD player. So then I just bought all of them on digital because I was like, I might as well just have them forever. Yeah, that that's the right call because I don't have AMC Plus, but I do have like an AMC general login because mm. i'm watching better call saul uh mm -hmm. on amc so i looked on there and i was like oh even though i don't have amc plus i can still watch all these friday the 13th movies great 
Part 7 is here. Put it on. Wonderful. Having a decent time. And about 45 minutes in, there's a girl that's skinny dipping. And I'm like, okay. It's weird that they didn't show any nudity in this scene, because that's usually what they go for here. Ten minutes go by, there's another chance for nudity. They don't show anything. And then I'm like, hold on. There's no nudity. I haven't heard a single F-bomb. <laughs> there have been kills, but there have been quick cuts away from, like, the have impact of violence. <laughs> wow. And I realize that because I'm just logged on to the AMC website and not on AMC Plus, I am watching <laughs> the TV censored version no! of Friday the 13th Part 7. I'm furious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting all of the schlock with none of the payoff or benefits. So you no! didn't know when they were like... Fudge you, Jason. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know what they said. Those. They did such a good job at making this shit unenjoyable that, like, I didn't realize the parts where it should have been enjoyable. Were you suspicious at all when the runtime was twenty-seven minutes? <laughs> it was eighty-three. It was okay. 83. Okay. Wow. They got it really was like, close. It, it clicked. I was like, seven like, minutes of. Yeah. Well, yeah. Imagine cutting seven minutes of like, story. Out of, like, <laughs> well, just no. It's not even story. It proves how much nudity and violence is within Friday the Thirteenth. But it's pivotal to the experience. Because, <laughs> no, I agree. couldn't agree more. Yeah. It's just like, okay, so you you cut this down for what? So people could like sit down at like six p.m. on a Saturday and be like, oh boy, can't wait to watch this good story. Fuck off, AMC. Like, just don't show it. Like, why cut it down? It's it's less of a movie. It do, was do 83 you... minutes, and they were, like, cutting to black. I was like, I guess that's for, like, internet ad breaks. And I realized, oh, this is for TV commercial breaks. The AMC logo is in the bottom corner here, and I'm upset. Do we need to make... Uh... That AMC, uh, is it a ticket stub or a film strip? Um, the mascot, there's like a, a, a ticket. There's like either a ticket or a film strip with arms for AMC. That's and the movie theater. That's the movie theater. I know, but do we need to make that mascot an enemy of the show with Front Row Joe and Davis Cow? No, because this is more, this is about the channel, not the movie theater chain. Those are different things. Those are yeah. different things. No way. Yeah, they're, Wait, they're uh, not yeah, related what, at all? No, not at all. What the fuck? I didn't know that. Yeah, no, AMC Movie Theater is a different thing than AMC The Channel. Okay, so one is called A Movie Company. What's the other one? American Movie Classics. I'm joking. I don't think it's called <laughs> A Movie, <laughs> a movie <laughs> Channel. <laughs> <laughs> I believed it. <laughs> <laughs> and then A Movie Company and some is AMC Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I just made up an American uh, an American classic. I don't think that's what AMC. No, I feel like that is American. Oh no, TMC or Turner Classic Movies was two classic movies. Yeah, American American Movie Channel and a movie American Movie Company. I think a movie. I think it's it's for American Multi Cinema. Is is the name of the so theater? This, the, oh, okay. cool. Multi is, multi is not a full word. Yeah, so, so they just, <laughs> it is. They even period. went as far as hyphenating it. Yeah, it should just be AM. Um, I can't find what AMC Plus stands for. It's whatever you want it to be. Wow, that's deep. Man, they really inspire a lot of fucking introspection. 
Sure. <laughs> All right. Um, Don't they? Wh- wh- where do we begin with this movie? This, I like that we have a lot of differing opinions on it. Am I the only one in favor of it, or is am no, I correct? I'm definitely in Sam's favor. with me. Sam's with me. Yeah. I think I, again. I think it's like every. Pretty much every Friday the 13th, I would say, maybe, no, I would say all of them, have their own flavor, spin, Mm -hmm. and, like, I wouldn't say charm. But I would say close to charm. I would say charm. I'd say charm. charm. Jason Goes to Hell doesn't really have charm for me. But. (laughs) What about that scene where the guy cuts off the fingers, man? I love it. Again, I think, like. (laughs) I didn't see it. (laughs) How about it? (laughs) And I think that, like. What I love about Seven is, like, the clear decision to throw anything at the wall and notice that nothing was sticking and continue to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. The sheer tenacity <laughs> yeah, of the filmmakers. Like, it is absolutely, like, a mess. And it's not a mess in the way that is boring. I think a lot of, a lot of slashers and, you know, like, I, I'll bring up, Jason takes Manhattan like it it gets boring because you're trying something that is so weird Mm -hmm. and I think that what's about this is like you're you are enjoying it if you can say uh I don't care about the the details I care about the fact that there's someone with telekinetic powers and for the first time you're watching a movie where someone might stand a chance against Jason Ooh, good point you're not watching a movie where someone's like just happened to have like get lucky because yeah. that's what every slasher is, right? And so, not everyone, but a, most of them are, you know, someone ends up in the end and, like, there just happens to be a knife or yeah. there happens to be a cliff behind the killer. And in this one, you're like, oh, like, she has a fighting chance. And you know that at the beginning of the movie, yeah. that she is someone that actually could fight Jason, which is not something you ever experienced in the other movies. Yeah. So, you know, for me, it's like, of course, like like you said, it's not about storytelling. And, no. For the most part, for Friday the 13th, except for maybe 1 and 2, I think that, like, after that, they were like, ah, story time. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but if you think about it, the only other person who has really gone toe-to-toe with Jason successfully was a young Corey Feldman as as Tommy Jarvis, and he also used psychological warfare to gain an advantage on him, right? He he dressed up as... uh, as child Jason, which I can't believe that fucking worked. Uh, really, really bet the farm on that long well, they, shot. Like, the mom worked. Yeah, the yeah. Worked too. Oh shit! The mom worked in. in yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just we just have to understand that Jason has very poor death perception. He is. <laughs> he has lost. An he eye. needs glasses. Period. He, he has one eye. He has no <laughs> depth <eye>. perception. <laughs> Are you trying to make him stronger? Don't give him glasses. <laughs> so you'll be unstoppable. <laughs> Jason with glasses Jason with gl- books sounds no, awesome. Jason with a monocle. Yeah, I was like, That's monocle because like... <laughs> I only got one eye. Yeah, you know, honestly, he's already got a mask. They just need to fit a lens right into the eye hole. Mr. Peanut to go. lens. Jason <laughs> takes London. Fuck yeah. Jason, Jason against, takes the Against Robert family. English. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I appreciated just the broad use of home depot sponsored weaponry here that denny talk about the knife well we can talk about all the all the weapons here man like i what i appreciate is you know i haven't seen all of the movies yet i know like the iconic stuff we did uh parts one four and five for our other episode so 
I see one of the characters in the woods and he's like in the tent with his girlfriend and she's like, go get us some more wood. So he gets a machete and I'm like, that's weird. You can't really chop wood with a machete. They're just using this as a way for Jason to get his iconic weapon. And he goes out there, he's chopping wood. Wouldn't you know it, Jason's in the woods and he kills him and he takes the machete. And I'm like, all right, Jason's got the machete. That's the only guy, the that's the only reason the guy that was cutting wood had that weapon and then the next kill that jason gets is on russell and he uses an axe for chopping wood <laughs> jesus christ get the fuck out of here like a wood splitting axe that he did not get from the last guy who was cutting wood who was cutting wood and I was like, okay, and then like every choice of weaponry stopped surprising me from then on. These these Listen. questions just don't occur to me when I'm watching Friday yeah, the Thirteenth. I, I, I don't say, ask these questions. I, 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 what I hear you're saying is that Jason has fantastic versatility. Mm -hmm, he knows mm -hmm. many weapons. He knows how to use them. All. He's he's got like a Resident <laughs> Evil inventory system where he just like <laughs> slots things in based on cube. And then, like, in a, in, a, ching, in a past ching. life, I really think Jason would have made a great handyman. Yes. Oh, yeah. His, his use of tools is phenomenal. And his ingenuity. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, has, like, he doesn't have a place to a store stick. them. That could have cut some limbs. Yeah. And then he's got his fucking... Tree limbs. His limbs. buzzsaw weed whacker. Which is <laughs> so he, fucking and, cool. And he noticed that Russell is impervious to machetes. Yeah. So he had to use a different weapon. He could tell by his... his, his uh, what, what's in D&D? &D? What do they have? Uh, perception check. Oh, yeah. Perception check. He saw, and he was like, oh, impervious to machete. He's got to change it up. <laughs> got to use something else. Oh, oh axe. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, maybe perfect. maybe those maybe those teenagers were bad at chopping wood, and they were just idiots who thought they could do it with a machete. Oh, I, I agree. I that's so. that's why they had That's what happened. I think you just don't understand the movies like But then where did the yeah. axe come from, Denny? Yeah. Good question. Um, Jason has a Resident Evil inventory of, of you weapons. Just said oh, you, you told me you already know where the axe came from. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, that's headcanon to me, man. <laughs> I don't, and, and I think that's probably why I differ on the movie from y'all because I'm like, I don't need it to be more than that. Like, I I love this movie for the effects and the vibe and the makeup and that they actually blew up a fucking cabin like i was watching the crystal lake memories documentary and they were like so how'd you guys do that and they were like all the filmmakers were like we uh we fucking blew it up like we like we for real blew up a cabin and it like was so hot it melted their film and they almost had no footage of it but i'm just like i love wow. their like childlike enthusiasm that they were like it wasn't an effect we put we fucking blew up a real cabin for real and pointed cameras at it i also think what's so so great and i'm so great about this movie even though i don't love it is the absolute brazen sure sureness that they were going to be able to get the <laughs> permission from Stephen King to use Carrie as an idea. <laughs> Let's write a movie. We're not going to ask him. Let's just write a movie, and then when we make the movie, we'll send him this terrible script and be like, hey, Stephen, 
can we use one of your most iconic characters? <laughs> no? Bummer. Okay. <laughs> we, are, we aren't talking about a man who wrote a whole story about a killer car. I don't think they were, like, yeah, expecting which... that he was, like, had high, like, yeah. watching, <laughs> watching other Stephen King novel-based media, you're surprised that he's ever considered something a bad script. Yeah, like, okay. it's insane. And then he looks at the shining. Some bangers. And he's like, I hate it. Yeah, he hates the fucking shining. Uh, the, look, come on. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder what he thinks we, of misery. That was a good one. I love that one. I, I think I, he, I think he actually does like. I think there, yeah, I think there's like a few that he's noted that he really likes. Misery. It's, um, the the it's, mist. It's the I one. The single title on the Venn diagram of good movie, good <laughs> Stephen King novels, and good Stephen King adaptations yeah, good that he actually likes. <laughs> yeah. It's the how, tiny how, little sliver on there. How far down the list? Like, to me, it's always been, like, I've always envisioned the, the, the production meeting of, like, okay, we can't get Freddy, but I've got another idea. Uh, <laughs> Leatherface? No. Pinhead? No. No. Uh, the Night Stalker, you know, yeah, like, um, how um, far down the um, list, uh, Chucky, right? Like, John Wayne Gacy, uh, did Paramount own the rights to the Carrie movie at the time? Uh, I'll check. I, I highly doubt it, but let me check. Let me check. I, I would, I would guess that it was like, they already went through the trouble of trying to get Freddy. And then they were like, oh, that didn't fucking work out. So we need someone that's already maybe adjacent it was a uh, MGM United Artists. Oh, so no. Interesting. <sighs> so they really were just fucking stupid. I mean, <laughs> well. they they basically had a year to make all these movies. Like the the producer has said that like basically opening weekend would happen and he would get a call and like literally the weekend and be like great box office, make another one. And so they would just have to start moving and have well, it out is, within I think a year. At part 7 that it's we've already passed the point where people stopped like casting agencies stopped telling people they were auditioning for a Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, it was uh, secret because it was so bad. Somebody, yeah. And so, like, yeah, people were like, "My career will be over." If and they were do. right. And they were right. From the good one. Yeah, you're right. From the, he's from the good one of the good ones. <laughs> yeah, name a uh, name. Name other than Crispin Glover and Corey Feldman, uh, two other stars that got more work after Friday the Thirteenth. Kane Hodder was in Kane, Frozen. I was about to say Kane Hodder. Yeah. Kane Hodder was in what? Friday the Thirteenth. No. What did he just say? Wait, great. What did you just say? Kane Hodder was in Frozen. Oh my God! Not not the Disney Pixar Frozen. Uh, the the chairlift Frozen. Like, what are you talking like, about? The Hall of Fame, Granny Award winning Frozen, Kane Hodder. Yeah. He plays Drove a snowplow, snowplow driver. And he had I also, lines. I don't think I've ever seen this movie. Oh, dude. it's, it's, it's that's, a, that's a sidetrack. We'll, like, we'll get into it. Yeah. Speaking of which, since this is his first installment of it. Friday the 13th, and he's the only person to play Jason Voorhees more than once, and Matt's here, I've just got to say, that's, that's gotta, gotta be Kane! It's a sweet wrestling reference for For anybody who's out there. Kane's debut in this movie is Kane's debut. Is is Greg also a wrestling fan? Um, Only as much as I make him be. I like Orange Orange Cassidy, that's it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. He did pass wrestling ambush trivia. I like like Kenny Ortega. God damn it. (laughs) 
You disgust me. Famed director of High School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> Also heavyweight champion. Of the world. Oh, I just love seeing Matt get Greg, mad. Greg did a DDP diamond. Good yeah, on. Good or is that AJ Styles? I don't know. That's, That's AJ, AJ Styles. That, this that is one. DDP. Then, yeah, DDP's the diamond. Who's this? That's, That's me loving heart. you. We love you too. I don't think anyone does that. What about, what about the? I do. Oh, it doesn't matter. The wrestling things that I don't know about. <laughs> this is Stone Cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> oh hell yeah. <laughs> Um, man, I, I, I want to bring up this point for discussion. It is my opinion that this is the best Jason Voorhees character design in Part 7. What, what, what say y'all? Yeah, we're, I think we're about to talk about Jason X, and you think this is the best <laughs> okay. character design? Okay, I, will, yes. I, I do agree with Denny because of things that they subtly included that I think that, like, in later movies mm. they really just sort of exploited to, mm-hmm. like, an annoying degree. The decomposing was nice. Yes, yes but, like, it was. His, his mask is on for most of the movie, and you can just barely see his, like, exposed jaw yeah. every once in a while opening and closing. Yeah. Teeth right which, here. It's good. Which sort of, like, I think it really lends itself to, like, oh, I'm excited to see when they pull off his mask yeah. or what's under there versus like later movies you're like I already know what's under there it's gross and whatever they show his face in like every movie and act like it's a big deal and oh, it's yeah. somehow a different face every time yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> why it's a big deal yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I agree that this is the first time that you're like oh I can't wait to see what they did this time yeah and then they take it then the mask comes off and you're like they they did they, yeah. they went as hard as they possibly could yep. yeah and character design is great yeah and yeah. even like the after he takes off the mask he like chatters his teeth and you can yeah. really see that full art- articulation cool. of that jaw mm-hmm. I mean like that's like really awesome like Jason design to its fullest mm-hmm. the chain it's like and we talked about and we'll get to it but Jason X is like being the first time that you really see that like classic jason design yeah when he's in when he's frozen yeah but like this is like second to me like in terms of like what i think people almost hope for out of a jason look yeah yeah when he takes off the mask because yeah, like i think a body that deco- like is underwater for 364 days a year yeah and so for oh. one day he literally comes <laughs> up after rotting for an entire year and I love that this is the first movie that you're like, oh, he is really, dude, really decomposed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like full zombie. Yeah. Minor detail: all of his steps are squishy. Yeah, because he's oh, so wet. Shit. Yeah, he's just he, like, so wet. Yeah, he's sopping wet the entire movie. Well, it looks really cool with the lighting so that he's yeah, always yeah, wet. Yeah. like he's it reflects really well, and and it especially highlights that like. They have all the rips in the shirt that reveal yeah. the like rotting corpse underneath, that and like so cool, that man. Pre curtain push that he got. You know? Yes, yes, <laughs> it looks real great, like a wrestler soaked in baby oil yeah, coming yeah. out for his match. <laughs> sure, man. Sure, sure um, man. Yeah, yeah, I totally know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm a little upset that decomposing, like one of the visibly one of the coolest Jasons we've ever had, is getting thwarted by psychic Kevin McAllister. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of bullshit. They do home alone him a lot. That, that does story. suck. That <laughs> they he gets home like al- bonked with lamps and stuff. They I, I home alone his ass this. a couple too many oh, times. Man. Yeah, yeah it, it's like it's... they were like, we only have the lightest wire to throw things, so yeah. I, we can only be small objects. You <laughs> 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 only have fishing line, yeah. so please, nothing more than three pounds. <laughs> home alone is derivative of 
Part seven, the new Part blood, seven. big time. And like, John Hughes including, cited it as one of his inspirations. Actually, including the electric electrocution, they're just like, what if we just showed the skeleton of Marv? Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. and Jason was uh, he broke in a lot, uh, and they described that he was you know always sopping. He was uh, quite the wet bandit himself, wouldn't you ah. say? <laughs> More connected than we realized. Yeah. yeah. Christopher Columbus is a hack. Is is this the one that actually had kids in it, or is that part six? Because I was looking for the... Sam and I were, like, talking while we watched it. Part I was, six. That was part six. Okay, I there's thought it was this one. You mean, like, children. children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like... It's the only one that actually has children at the summer camp. But it's not this movie, so don't worry about it. I, I had it in my head that it's it was this one, well, and this I never one saw like, it when we watched it. It's weird, because they don't ever really... I mean, maybe they do, and I missed it because you're right. We were talking, um, because that's how good the storytelling was. We were so enraptured. <laughs> um, but uh, they don't really explain why they're at, like it's essentially an abandoned summer camp. It's one of the first times, yeah. also, where because we talked about this, where they were like, it's always shot in fall. Yeah. And it never looks like a summer camp. Yeah. Um, because obviously they can't use a summer camp yeah. <laughs> during the summer. Yeah. But, oh my uh, god. It's one of the first times where I'm like, oh, this sort of makes sense, like, that they are at a summer camp to, I guess, heal. Because mm-hmm. even the <laughs> even the uh, Christopher Reeves-style, like, uh, heartthrob is like, yeah, oh. I was with a real bad crowd. <laughs> and you're like, were you? Early. <laughs> in, your, in your Canadian tuxedo, yeah. were you? <laughs> I remember early, early Christopher Reeves. What yeah. we said when he said that was like, he seems like he went to like a private school for kids who were gifted in math, but told everyone it was for troubled youth. Yeah, <laughs> like that, that was the vibe he had. Yeah. He was like, I'm really smart, but I was with a bad crowd. I'm, I've got a 4.0, but no one loves me. <laughs> like oh Edgy smart kids are the best smart kids. <laughs> Everything and and I do mean a full Canadian tuxedo. He is wearing a denim jacket. No, okay. It, it, denim uh, socks. And I'm, well, and I'm, the Jarvis wears and I'm the, hoping, the, the, the and I'm hoping it's not go. summer, because he's wearing a denim jacket and then a knit sweater, and yeah. then a, and like full <laughs> denim jeans. Yeah. And, I'm, yeah. and, and everyone else scantily clad. Everybody else, t-shirts at least for the guys, and then of course everyone else, all the women are like in nothing. Yeah. But I'm like, what are you wearing? What what? What season are you in? I love that we're talking about costumes because I have notes about costumes. Oh, the, please, please do tell. Hit us. Oh, in the next, for yeah. the next movie. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> I have notes. I, I have one joke. I don't have notes. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, did you guys notice that there, uh, at the end we had one of the paramedics that was just Michael Sarah with a mullet? No, oh I did goodness. not. <laughs> Watch it again, because holy shit. Because in the AMC version, Michael Sarah makes a guest appearance. <laughs> it's a deep fake, yeah. Well, they gotta watch oh it God, for man. some reason. Yeah, they, they had to edit out a young Louis C.K., so they just CGI'd uh, Michael Sarah in. <laughs> That's a joke from like, the live show. Looks like Jason killed you guys. That sucks, man. <laughs> oh, it's like Jason, man. Oh, gosh. I mean, Man. I guess there's a slasher at this camp. He kind of killed everybody else so far, but <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah great I don't talent. know. Yeah. Great gets to Michael Sarah's point. Was it just that Michael Sarah saw that like there was a movie with people losing their virginity, and he showed up trying to get work? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually his father. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 
That's the trick. You never actually lose your virginity in these movies. <laughs> wow. Come on, Michael. Yeah, it's okay, Greg, buddy. You take that on the road, honestly. Yeah. Greg's impressions are on point. They blow yeah. my mind every week. Um, uh, Just wait till we get to later. <laughs> <laughs> do, do we have any other talking points, or do we want to jump into our gimmicks? What are y'all thinking? Um, I'll, I'll burn through the last of my notes here. Just because they're little one-liners. Uh, I, I gotta make notes next time. Yeah. I can't believe that Coke bottle shattered on a carpet. Um, <laughs> this came out the si- <laughs> Very specific. Uh, this came out the same year as Mac and Me and was somehow less scary. Uh, <laughs> 100% true. Yes. And is, that movie, is that the movie that Paul Rudd yes. shows? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. We covered what? it last week. We covered oh, I've never it. Seen it. No, two, two, weeks, weeks two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the last thing, we brought it up in our previous Friday the 13th episode, is Jason is really good at being a little prankster with where he hides bodies and body parts. <laughs> oh, the tab- tableaus. He loves yeah. a good tableau. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to put a hat on this one. Someone's yeah, going to find would, it. <laughs> I would love to see the, a, like, a time-accurate, like, with how Jason is like, like just following him he, yeah and then he picks up the body <laughs> places it and like you know we cut between what's happening in real time with the other kids and he's like mm, that looks good Sam I think you're misremembering that we filmed this <laughs> yeah this we, was we, we have ooh. filmed a, we have filmed a short one of our first Fright 90 projects pre-pandemic yeah. where we show Jason setting up his tableau and it is it is iconic. It Does is he have, like, a car hidden in the woods that just has more weapons in the trunk for this episode? Or for this movie? How many no, times must we a... go over this? It's an inventory, no, much no, like on no, Resident no, Evil. It he just, has like, pops anus. up the screen. <laughs> 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 he just pulls him out of his ass. It's an endless anus made of steel. Okay. A Mary Poppins bag, if you will. Yes, <laughs> and, and my favorite weapon, though, I Murder must Poppins. say, is, because Denny and I pointed it out, was... It looks like a hockey stick with a blade. It's yeah. like, which is just a perfect hooked for blade. Him. Yeah. yeah, it's like, and I'm sure it's a it's real a thing, yeah. but it looks like they were just like, I'm gonna take a hockey stick because it's like, obviously hockey mask. It's like somebody a tr- blade. Somebody tried to like innovate the scythe, but like it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, we should just stuck with the original design. It's something that, uh, it's on Best Movies Never Made. When they cover Friday the 13th, they always complain about this, and I'm with them. In this whole franchise, they never once made a hockey joke. Not once. Not mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. Not one time. Uh, they... Jason X, they do. Oh, they do. Well, no, they just, More on they that reference, later. They reference hockey. Yeah. They don't make a they, hockey they, joke. They do, they do I... reference hockey. I will they logic what hockey was. Yeah. I will logic complaints in our discussion about it. Oh, yeah, but they perfect, like never perfect. had Jason on an ice rink and like someone thinking he was a goalie or something. They, you yeah. know, he like spent <laughs> five minutes in Toronto and didn't step on the ice once. Yeah. <laughs> or Van- Vancouver. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sorry. They took Jason to Canada and didn't do <laughs> a hockey do rink scene. Hockey. What the fuck? <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> you people disgust me at Paramount. You disgust me. <laughs> Um, cool. Let's do gimmicks then. Um, yeah, dude. What's everyone's TGIF moment? The moment that's our gimmick of the week. So delightfully on brand with Friday the Thirteenth that it makes you say. I think Greg, Greg is saying that's the gimmick of the week. Yes, indeed. Oh, okay. that's the gimmick, of the, gimmick of the week. Nice. And doing flappy inflatable arms. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's excited. That's my body type. It. He's trying to sell us used cars. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Uh, so the most TGI- TGIF moment. Mm. 
It's hard to say. I, I, I will have to say it's probably, well, Greg didn't see it, but there's, there's so much, there is nudity. <laughs> yes. yes. No! <laughs> there's, there's plenty. And I think that there's a scene where the, the, the bitch of the script gets it. It's the the bobcat. Oh blonde. yeah, the Karen yeah, cut Jason, pearl and necklace. Yeah, and she's and it's like it, to be honest, it's it, it's all of the things except the nudity in one moment where she's like fuck this and she opens the door and Jason's there and uh, just fucks yeah. her shit up and you're like it's the and only f- time in the movie that you're like thank God yeah. you were awful and I feel like other movies there's a villain she's great yeah. but they somehow wrote her to be like. Regina George level like mean girl. Yeah, she's a mean girl the entire movie. Yeah, it was and uh, oh, and you remember the scene where she's about to have sex with that guy? Yes. And she's and she's like, get off of me! I just wanted to make him jealous. And Denny and I were sitting there, we're like, what a fucking bitch! What a monster! <laughs> That's awful? abusive behavior. Yeah, it was so, it was so awful. And you and you know, in every Friday the Thirteenth movie, you can be like, oh, that's the one. I can't wait till they die. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she, I think, takes the cake <laughs> entire franchise. Like, oh, even yeah. like, even like Jason, ver- uh, Freddy versus Jason, I feel like it's still none of those people quite cut what that girl was. Yeah. And, she, and they, they did a great kill for her. So that's mine. Yeah. Those. Just flung her dismissively <laughs> behind the television after she'd been killed. Perfect. That's yeah. a good pick. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, you want to go next? I'm going to double down. I think the the door reveal, because Jason has such a flair for the jump scare, I think more than most, uh, and like, I don't, I'm not saying that all of Jason's jump scares are the best in all of horror, but I do think if you're asking me which villain enjoys jump scaring people the most, it's Jason Voorhees. Yeah. He waits <laughs> behind glass panes. He waits behind hollow doors. He waits until someone goes, man, they won't get in here. And then he loves to just reveal himself. Yeah. Uh, so for me, it's that. In a movie I don't love very much, that is a great Jason moment. Yeah, pro tip, never put your back to a window when oh, Jason is we'll, on the loose. We'll it happens so <laughs> many we're, we're times. Talk about just that avoid about. windows altogether. <laughs> yeah. Or Especially in the third act of the movie. Yeah. yeah like if, you're, if, if, you're, you're, if you made it to the last 20 minutes, just stay in the middle of the hallway. Yeah. If you <laughs> think you've made it to the end and you're in a safe house, do not turn around and put your back to the window. Don't go look into a mirror. Don't do anything. <laughs> Gun raised. Just... Just wait. Yeah. Just wait. Sit in a corner and just... Man, I, I think my uh, my TGIF moment has got to be... Um, there's a point where, where the carry ripoff throws... A potted plant with a severed head at Jason. Oh, yeah. Um, And it's just so... Ridiculous. So ridiculous schlock. I didn't see it. And and it looks so shitty. And it's like, she's using her mind powers and through the severed head with the plant. Like, it's it's so... It's just, that's what I watch it for. You know, like, and what I love about this movie, like, honestly... I hardly remember any of it other than the third act. And that's what it's all about to me is the third act of the movie. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with that for my TGIF. What do you have, Greg? Uh, I got one that was loosely mentioned earlier. It's one of our surprise weapons. And it's when the uh, the therapist character that's dragged everyone out into the woods is kind of alone now. 
and we hear a small pull start motor, and we're just like, oh, shit. Jason's got a chainsaw. (laughs) And then he steps into frame with a woodwhacker with a fucking circular saw on the end, I guess? custom made a tool for this. Yeah, a fucking table saw weed whacker. (laughs) A table saw weed whacker. And I'm just like, you got me. This is Australian Crystal Lake, okay? There's a thick brush. He has to get to it. That is uh, my chosen weapon that I have my Part 7 Jason NECA figure holding. Heck yeah. Um, Hell I, yes. It came with all the weapons, and I was like, that's the best one. Wow. All the now weapons. I, now I need that figure. Dude, it's a fantastic I, Just figure. for the Weed Whacker, to be completely honest. Matt actually found it for me. Wow. There's no way there was room in the packaging for all of the weapons that are featured in the movie. You got a good amount. Tell that to my tackle box full of uh, spare parts. I've got to say, going forward... I, you know, even if we're not back on the podcast, I think y'all need to do a Russian roulette style with who gets the TV edited version of a horror movie. Uh, like you don't know until you're watching it. No, how <laughs> dare you? How dare you? And y'all will be back on the podcast. Not <laughs> after <worry>. that comment. <laughs> well, Greg, that's why it's Russian roulette. It may not be you. I'm, I'm trying to support you, but it's not that's just true. you. Uh, <laughs> I, I will claim immunity for the first one of yeah. the next yes, yes, yes. Well, then that means it's it. me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is you. <laughs> well, it's between the three of you. Okay, fine. Rock, paper, scissors for it. Whatever. Why, All right. Why do would we... we do that? <laughs> it's a horrible idea. Well, because then you have to find... You have to page into the storytelling. It's true. You cannot enjoy you the rely film on the gimmick. outside yeah. of... Like... Then I'll watch another goddamn Denny Villeneuve <laughs> fucking movie for this podcast if I want storytelling. That's not what I did this episode for. <laughs> I've been wanting to do Prisoners... Oh, that's a great movie. Stop. Yes, it Stop. is. Stop exciting Greg. He likes Fantastic he likes, movie. He likes movies that are way better than the movies I like. Yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about that instead of Jason X, right? Yeah, well, let's just uh, fucking... Yeah, I have screw. to hard pass on that. Just, Jason X is very exciting. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, do y'all, do y'all, does anyone have a favorite line? Did y'all keep favorite lines? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I remember a favorite line. I do have a favorite line from Jason X, though. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, Greg, do you have one? This movie didn't have a lot of it memorable lines. I realized, well, first of all, I was getting a censored version, so... <laughs> uh, second, I, I did pick one because it was going to be my TGIF moment. I was like, you know what, that's actually a pretty good line. And it's from our weirdo that gets tricked into being used for sexual manipulation. <laughs> and he's just, like, wrapping himself up in all the birthday decorations. And he says, I know! Star Mummy, and he is teasing Jason X. <laughs> I believe. Um, my favorite line is um, is when I, I believe they're in the van and they hear a noise outside, and oh, I yeah. don't know if it was meant to be meta or not, but I'm gonna I'm gonna count it like it was. And one of the characters says, "I hope it isn't Michael," um, which is the name nice. of the antagonist in the famous horror movie that this uh, series uh, shamelessly rips off um so that that was I, there was a character named michael but it just struck me as uh it's kind of neat that they, i realized yeah. it but i didn't take a note on it because i thought it was going to like take a little too long to like elaborate but i i, I knew you would have picked up on it so that's yeah. good yeah um, all right, what's everybody's uh, score? We always like to rate it. Uh, Greg and I, I, I go on a scale of 50. Greg goes 40. Y'all can make up whatever scale you want. I'm going to go 1 to 13. Ooh. Ooh. I, like I, like I, 
Yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> uh, that's what they do on with Gorley and Rust. Oh yeah. In Voorhees, we trust with Gorley and Rust. It's <laughs> a great podcast. That's good. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a nine. Mm. I think. I think in terms of like, do I have a good time? It's not. You know. Again, I think we we have to like look at Friday Thirteenth movies as they are, and not necessarily rate them as like mm. the best horror movies. But like, how do we enjoy Jason as a slasher? And I think that it it, it it's up uh, up there with like some of the greater Friday Thirteenth slasher of the seventies to eighties. So I'm gonna give it a nine out of thirteen. Hell yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, since we all have different rating scales, uh, I'm gonna make up mine. Mine's from a scale to. One to ninety for our sh- shameless plug of Friday. Friday. Nice. nice. Uh, oh my god. So, um, on a scale from one to ninety, um, I will give it a solid forty. All right. That's not All right. solid. That's that's a that's very less loose... than half. <laughs> yeah. That's Only a very that's a, that's, that's a morning after too much drinking. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I will say that's higher than I expected you to rate it's it based sad. off the vitriol in your voice well, when you, you guys, described it. You guys have done a really, really good job of convincing me that there are moments of this movie that I do enjoy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I do not enjoy. In in contrast, we are about to talk about shamelessly my two of my favorite Friday the Thirteenth movies. So, <laughs> that aren't called Friday the 13th. I respect a receptive man who's willing to reevaluate. Yes. Let us all model self-reflection and openness. I, yes, absolutely. Um, I gave it a uh, 29 out of 50. Um, a very narrow fail. A 30 is a passing for yeah. me. Um, I can't call this a good movie, but I can call it a very fun movie that mm. I like very much. Um, what was it again? I'm sorry. 29 out of 50. Damn. I rated it too high, I guess. No, you enjoyed nah. it. You enjoyed oh, it. Oh, just yeah. you wait. <laughs> Greg's a pretty tough grader compared to me. I'm, I'm yeah, especially grader. when I get the wrong fucking cut of the movie. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I'm bumping this up to a 30. How about that? Well, Come on, man. I'm trying, I'm trying to put this in the spreadsheet. There we go. Passing grade. Passing grade from me. Wow, okay. Uh, I get this one in 8 out of 40. Ooh, Damn. Shit. Fuck you, AMC. <laughs> okay, so I it's did... not the movie's fault. <laughs> it's, it's not a good movie, but I was... Absolutely not. I was presented the movie's core only, which was the story and the filmmaking and the acting. I'm, I'm telling so... you, my Russian roulette idea is good for this podcast. <laughs> you need to What am I supposed to do with this first. shit? <laughs> I'm glad also, this is on video now. Yeah. I, gonna, I love that Greg has upped his gestures to provide visual storytelling. Yeah, I'm a performer. <laughs> and, and I love that the MPAA was like, let's make a TV version, and people were like, yeah. That, Nobody works. said why? <laughs> no, we shouldn't. God. One more for solidarity. One, two, three. Seamless edit, and we're ready. All right. I think we did all clap. Yeah, we did <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know it was a good one we're back ladies and gentlemen and we're here to discuss the best horror film ever made the best sci-fi horror film ever made hell yeah he mm. says leaning out of the way of his alien poster on video <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, obviously I'm talking about the smash hit sensation that everybody loves Jason X from 2001 <laughs> This is the 10th installment of a uh, little franchise called Friday the 13th. I don't know if you can say that legally. Kind of. This is... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after new, it's the second installment after puts, New Line bought it. 
It puts the Jason in adjacent. So <laughs> wow. that was good. Jason, that, that was, was good. good. That was good. Okay, I'd... we're gonna put that on the screen. Adjacent. That's <laughs> <laughs> the uh, imagination. <laughs> I demand some applause for that one. Um, all right, uh, where did we all watch Jason X? We kind of skimmed Sam's over house. it for the first movie. Okay, Sam's so three, house. All right, cool. Yes, the three of us did indeed watch it together because Matt couldn't meet, make the double feature, but he did make the single. I wouldn't have missed it for the world. Yes, <laughs> and it was my first vote, phase. and I believe it was also Matt's vote. I did vote for this in the So in the, the audience spoke, and we said, yes. what were the other two options? We we did everything all we them. haven't covered. Yeah. Everything we haven't yeah. covered yet. Was on there. Oh, so uh, that is because I'm telling you, there isn't. It wasn't just our votes. That means that more people were like, yeah. Yo, I need to know what it is about." Minus, I, I'm not even like joking. Minus Friday the Thirteenth and maybe Freddy versus Jason, which we'll talk about later. This movie is freaking iconic. Like people who don't like Friday the Thirteenth know about Jason X because it's true. so ridiculously outlandish. Yeah, like, I was I, say, this iconic is the, for the wrong reasons. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely <laughs> wrong for the wrong, right? Great for the wrong reasons. I mean, like, I mean, as far, as long as we're talking about it, it's made the most money out of any Friday the Thirteenth movie. Period. It is the most financially successful after pre, like, as it's like after it came out in theaters, which was a box office failure. It has made its budget and then some. Which is something a Friday the Thirteenth movie has not been able to do for quite some time. And I gotta say, it's perfect for AMC standard because it was the only movie in the MP- in the Friday the Thirteenth franchise that, when the MPA looked at it, was like, uh, change like these two things. It had the the least amount of changes need to yeah. get a, to get an R rating. So, oh my god, that the things tracks. that pushed it to X was like, I don't, I, I can't even imagine what it was. I mean. You talk about like I cut, pay money for the cutaway cutaway uh, <laughs> kills. I mean, like in the final cut, there are so many cutaway kills in this movie. Yeah, and somehow, yes, I feel cheated in certain moments, especially mm-hmm. the vacuum uh, sucking of of the scantily clad. Uh, Which one? No, the scantily clad student. Yeah. Which who's, one? Who's, <laughs> who's, who's fooling around with the professor when she gets sucked through the vacuum? Oh, and nipple clamps. Yes, yeah. nipple clamps. Okay, so but not on her. We're getting, on, we're, getting, we're, 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 getting, we're getting, we're jumping the gun. Yes, we have any yes. synopsis. We got Does uh, I feel like y'all are very excited? Does one of y'all want to give the synopsis? I know Matt. Matt's very passionate. Yeah, so. I feel like I feel okay. like Matt should. I will give the synopsis for this one, unless Greg, unless you wanted. Like, no, to. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I simply cannot. Oh boy, let me take you back to the year two thousand one, when everything was bright and sunny. And 9-11 had not <laughs> happened yet. So we were allowed to make ridiculous movies without question. And so this movie somehow right. takes place in a world where Jason had not been vanquished in the movie prior. But had some... been captured. And the government thinks that a undead, unkillable killing machine can be locked with handcuffs in a Area 51 style chamber. David Cronenberg himself states that it is that he wants Jason for his own collection. Jason obviously gets out of his confinement, attacks our beloved David Cronenberg, kills him, and from the trivia is David Cronenberg's favorite on-screen death, which is weird (laughs) because it's not that magnificent of a death. 
Then... Awesome. The, the, the person who is in charge of watching over Jason while he's in <coughs> confinement realizes that in Jurassic Park form that he has gotten out of his confinement and then pushes selling him... It. Leads, selling lead, it. Leads him to a cryogenic chamber. Locks Jason in a cryogenic chamber. But before Jason can be frozen completely with all of the might of Hulk Hogan himself jams the machete through the air-locked double platinum steel door Says the piercing our heroine gives the entire room fills with cryogenic gases freezing our beloved heroine and Jason in a frosty tomb until the year 2450 I do have to just input here a little bit for some reason even though it's 2001 they're like we gotta make this 2010 they yes. don't explain yes. why it needs to be nine years it further. Does, it does take <laughs> place. They're, they're just like, they're just like uh, this isn't quite 2001. We need to push the envelope they, on they sci-fi so now. Sure. They were so sure that in 2010 we would have cryogenic chambers <laughs> that they doubled down go. and said that the cryogenic chamber would be enough to freeze someone for 440 years. The year is 2450. Are you saying that's a, that that's an not- Elon Musk? Uh, made cryogenic. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. The year's 2450. Then he knows Soldier astronauts have discovered our beloved Jason Frozen and decide that knowing full well that he is a killing machine, unstoppable and unkillable, we should thaw him out and experiment on him. Because surely the unkillable giant was killed by ice. And so they take him onto the chamber on our spaceship where it is literally piloted by the dumbest crew of astronauts mm. ever. Astronaut interns. Astronaut intern <laughs> students who are legitimately sleeping with their teacher for better grades in space. One of them is. <laughs> better grades in space. Better grades in space. They got to space and were still concerned that they might get a not passing grade on their final. They treated Jason like dissecting a fetal pig. Like, Jesus. So, eventually, Jason thaws out. And he grabs the first scientist and produces post... I'm gonna go ahead and say it. My favorite kill of the movie. Nitrous oxide to the face, because Jason knows how science works. Dunks her face in for a multitude of seconds. Lifts her up and smashes her face like a frozen rose on the counter, shattering Terminator 2 style all over the place. Listen, he got that patch at summer camp, okay? He's good with ice. Apparently, yeah, Jason is a, a, like a savant in cryogenics after being frozen for 440 years. He can't tell that someone just wore his mom's sweater and is now his mom, and I but was, he can tell yeah. when Nitro's out, Nitro's out. Like, and not to spoil too much, folks, but Jason's the best astronaut of the movie. <laughs> this is he true. understands space in 10 minutes more than s- astronauts that have been flying through space for 440 <laughs> years. He understands that you can't just start go punching holes into the outer hole of the ship. He meticulously walks through, and saw, side note, we get our first Scooby-Doo moment in the first... 15 minutes. Yeah, Keystone Cops. Keystone Cops walks through the hallway. Jason enters one door and another victim exits another on the other side of the hallway, seemingly not alerting the giant man walking through the hallway. Okay, well, chaos ensues. Jason kills a lot of astronauts. And seemingly, the crew never runs out of members. 
We just continue to find more and more crew members along the ship. They die off camera. Jason decides to live in a virtual reality world of Camp Crystal Lake where he gets to live out his passion of murdering people and sleeping in another great, a great self-aware moment for Jason is in pure bliss because he's in Camp Crystal Lake and all he gets to do is kill teenagers. And for some reason, our astronauts don't think we should just repopulate this virtual reality experience with more campers. Only give him two campers to kill and then he immediately gets bored and walks out of the virtual reality experience on his own power and then kills the operator of the virtual reality experience. Jason then gets bested by Android 18, and then <laughs> Jesus he decides... Is this uh, a monologue? Did you... Wait, let me read these notes. These notes have nothing to do with the synopsis of the movie. This is pure memory. This, this is passion. Love, love this, this movie. Notes. After his intense battle with Android 18, we think, oh no, Jason's been defeated. He's finally been killed. He's been shot in the head with shotguns. His head is in pieces. What are we going to do? Well... He happens to fall onto the nanobot technology. So nanobots piecing together Jason with parts of the destroyed spaceship make Cyborg Jason. Now, you might remember Cyborg Jason from the cover of the movie and all of the promotional material. But folks, let me tell you, Jason X doesn't show up till minute 85 of a 90-minute movie. We get Jason X for a total of five minutes... And then the movie ends in the most perfect way. Legitimately the only Friday the 13th installment that ends with a feasible sequel. And then they drop the fucking ball and never make a sequel. X2 never happens. Jason Triple X, starring Vin Diesel as the protagonist, never happens. X2 with all the X-Men never happens. They screwed us out of possibly the greatest multiverse of madness that ever exists, and I will die on the hill that I feel robbed to my dying day that I don't get Jason X 2. That's Jason X. 2001. Came out two weeks before Josie and the Pussycat, which borrowed all of their wardrobe. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I the podcast, we, we should wrap it. I wrap it, well end it. I'd like to go on record and say that I like Matt's synopsis of this movie <sighs> way more than I like this movie. <laughs> Very fair. Now Very we can fair. break down this movie. <laughs> um, well, we got to share our relationships with it. Matt, do you want to take it from there and yeah, then throw it to uh, someone else? Relationships of this movie, I think it is, uh, next to maybe Event Horizon and The Thing, the best sci-fi horror movie ever made. Alien? You're, you're literally just like... Alien is a horror movie. Aliens is a sci-fi action movie. It is not a horror movie. I mean, Alien is... Still sci-fi Kind of sci-fi, man. Yeah, it's, but like, the original, like... <laughs> it's called can you Alien. Just, yeah. <laughs> but, like, come on. They don't... Jason isn't in that, so it's not really a horror movie at this point. They have oh. androids! Wow. They have a fucking cyborg in Alien! Does an android fight Jason? Wow. Wow. No, it doesn't. I will say, it, the android the in android Alien doesn't fight Jason. Alien. <laughs> android is useless. Yeah. And, and at least the android... And then, the, and then they just cut him up and he just comes everywhere. He just milk yeah. blood. <laughs> milk blood everywhere. Yeah. 
Um, I love this movie. Okay. If, <laughs> if the criteria for a sci-fi horror is that an android fights Jason, then I must concede that Alien is not a sci-fi horror because <laughs> an alien does not fight Jason in it. I'm going to go there on also go. record. I do believe that Alien is a sci-fi horror, okay. but I just really do love Jason. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> talking clearly about you do. The 13th, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to pass it uh, pass it on to whoever wants to talk about how much they love this movie next. Oh, that can't be me, I suppose. Okay. Um... We'll we'll burn through relationships real quick because we gotta I guess wrap things up pretty soon. We're headed for another clusterfuck scenario cheers, where the guests cheers, leave Denny. before it's over. Thank you. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, uh, my relationship is I came into the living room one day when I was in college and my roommate Jordan was watching this on TV. And I didn't know what the fuck it was or what was happening. And then 20 minutes later... Jason showed up, and I was like, is this Jason X? <laughs> and it was, and we yeah, watched the rest good. of it. And then I watched it again the other day, and boy howdy. Did you what like film. it the first time or the second time better? Second time a lot better. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would um, have to agree. It has it only gets watchability. Better. It only gets better. Every watch. I, I will say this. I, Art, I, artistry. <laughs> yes. I, I grew up not liking it. Because I was a very rigid child who grew into a very rigid adult. Um, and I was like, Jason wears a hockey mask. I don't want this character redesign. Um, I watched it. Yeah, well, that's what I realized uh, when I like rewatched it a couple of years ago. Um, I don't know if I was in a bad mood or what, but I thought it was insanely boring. And I, I, I must admit... Upon this week's rewatch, I enjoyed it a lot more. I, th I thought it was pretty fun. Fine wine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> By the time it was playing on Cinemax, <laughs> I was, you know, maybe, you know, 11, 12, which is when I probably started watching horror movies without my parents' knowledge. And so <laughs> it, it, it holds a special place in my heart in, in terms of, like, one of the first horror movies that I could maybe comprehend and then again with rewatches and like kind of under and, you know the, the joy of understanding science and space a little bit kind of does give the movie even mm. extra charm mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because you're like i mean yeah yes like star wars put sounds in space and you're like that doesn't make sense like there's no sound in space but like jason x takes it to like the whole other level of like so many things that you're like i want to deal with the space but it's really just a plot device when i choose it to be it is not like something that i'm really concerned about until it comes up if you made know? in if, if made manhattan if jason made in manhattan had uh had, <laughs> had, had bartending <laughs> okay, okay listen had followed, listen, had, followed the, had followed the same setup of get jason on a ship and let jason kill the people on the ship Manhattan would be a great movie. That's exactly what they did. What are you talking it's about? It's called Jason Goes to Takes Manhattan, and he's in Manhattan for five minutes. Do you want them to call it Jason Takes a Boat? Yeah, I would rather sure. say Jason Takes a Lusit like the Lusitania, whatever you want Listen, to call it. Listen, you just went through the whole thing about how Jason X doesn't show up to the last five minutes, and you're mad? Listen, I was very much shown what Jason X was going to look like. I was promised, and they delivered. Manhattan does not deliver. I will say, if they hadn't given away Jason X's look mm. in all the promotional mm -hmm. material, yes. that would have actually been a really cool reveal, yes, right? Absolutely. Like, that would have been a cool yeah. third act. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, like, 
I think they could have really made this exciting if you yeah. just thought it was another Jason movie, but yes. Jason in space, even if they had called it Jason in space, I think you would have been like, oh, it's fun. And then all of a sudden Jason like soups up essentially. You're like, oh yeah. Yeah, this is this is exactly what I expected. Where is Carrie? Yeah, why yeah. is Carrie not? You know, you know how <laughs> everyone talks about the, the challenge of take a movie, replace every human character except one with Muppets. I want Jason X with Muppets. That's how good <laughs> this movie is. And Jason X is the only li- human oh my gosh. character. Okay, yeah, we we won't have time this time. But Matt and I did it one time write a trilogy for. <laughs> like a synopsis trilogy of a new Jason reboot and it does include Jason Goes to Toontown which is exactly <laughs> what Jason, Jason with, Jason. with Muppets yeah. it's perfect yes yeah. that's, a, that's for a different time but. <laughs> I will say while, while we're on the subject of the Jason redesign I just had this uh, realization Jason X uh, Chrome Jason is the only new line Jason without hair correct because new line they love Jason with hair yeah, I, I don't, don't understand, understand it. it. Like he's in part nine, he's got like a long strand, and it's the same in uh, it's the same in the 09 reboot and in Freddy yeah. versus I mean, Jason. Scientifically, hair is probably the last thing that you would lose as a corpse as you're decomposing. He has a he has a full on buzz cut when they have him cryogenically frozen though in Jason X. That's what true. is that cool. about? No, it's <laughs> not a buzz cut. It's like stringy. No, he's got like short short he's got, uh, he's got short a, brown he's hair. He's got like a side fade. Oh, I'm a, like, I, I, maybe I missed that. I, I remember, because I remember the first scene with Mr. Cronenberg that... Put some respect on that name. I said Mr. Um, that he <laughs> has, like, like stringies, but maybe I maybe I misremembered. No, yeah, I, th- that's what it was like in my head. I, I, I did that uh, Mandela thing, too, but this time when we watched it, I was like, what the fuck is up with the crew cut on Jason? Like, it's so weird. Kane Hodder was like, I refuse to cut my hair again. <laughs> This is my last time as Jason. I will. And it was. Not, it was. Yeah. It was. He I, wanted to do Freddy versus Jason. He said no. Yeah. Yeah. Which is odd because Kane Hodder is so big, and well, we'll get to it. But the reason they didn't want him is because he wasn't big enough. Yeah. Which yeah. is crazy. Unbelievable. Well, that's, that's when we get to Jason in platform boots. Mm. Jason's disco yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> Jason music. goes to the disco. <laughs> um, Dude, this is yeah. the dumbest Jason movie there is. In the best way. Yeah. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> yeah. We just talked about yeah. how we hate. You guys love a movie where they threw everything at the wall. They gave you. They didn't throw anything at the wall. They said he's in space. How was the end of story? How was the edited version? <laughs> oh no! This was an Amazon Prime rental. I saw the real version. Okay, I do have to say, which I did... frustrates me further <laughs> because they did not embrace their R rating. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. No. Holy shit, dude! I have to. I have to say. So I bought the the eight movies. That were from Paramount for Friday Stupid. 13th. It was a, uh, a bundle deal for $50, which I think is a steal. Yeah. Uh, the one movie of Jason X cost me a full $10. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, and I still bought it. I was like, I'll own it forever, whatever. And oh, New, of course. And New Line Cinema refuses to bundle them, I guess, is the, of their Jason movies. And I still paid it. And somehow I don't feel cheated. I don't know. I, I should. You I have, should. You have contributed to that movie being in the black. Like, that movie has made profit. Every time, every day you oh. watch that movie, think about how you've contributed to being the most profitable. I'm watching it tonight, yeah. just because you said that. I'm watching it tonight. And my prime rental further pushed it over the edge. Yeah, exactly. I uh, a little bit of shame. I bought the DVD twice. Um, it comes in a two-pack with part nine, and I... Uh, <laughs> 
I thought I left it at Greg's house because I couldn't find it, and then I bought it again because nope. I was like, I need to have all the Friday the Thirteenth movies on DVD. And uh, then I found not it here. not too long ago. It was just on my shelf. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, and I just want everyone to remember, we're at twelve. The yeah. Next, the next, next Friday thirteenth is Friday the thirteenth. That's always bothered me that, that we're one well, off. I think that's I think that's why it is not. Well, they not better they made. better do a back in space for thirteen. Is all I'm saying. I agree. X two. Well, they're in legal hell right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can also acknowledge how great it is that it's called Jason X and it is the tenth movie. Yeah. Like, yeah it yeah. is. It is genius. Yeah. Yeah. Good marketing. Yeah. For I don't know movies, about genius. For a movie that for a movie that could not be marketed. For its namesake, great title. That's like it just took one person involved to point out the obvious. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't call it a stroke of genius, <laughs> but I do. I do like that they decided on it. I will agree with that. I, I think what I love also about this movie so much is that, in my opinion, this Jason, for him being seven hundred years old. <laughs> Is the yeah. most and dead for all of those years. Like he is the most human thinking and operating Jason out of all of them. He is confronted multiple times with obstacles, embraces those obstacles, and then deals with them by like a process of like elimination of ideas. Like cannot fight the android, so he gets beat by the android and then rips their head off <laughs> when he gets super strength. Which is the. The best, oh, the we, best prop is the, the head. Oh man! Oh, man. Was, I don't know. It's if a we bad were all paying head. attention when the head was not the actress, but that <laughs> American Sniper or what is it? American Sniper <laughs> Bradley Cooper with the fake baby. Yes, is the is baby. the only one that's come close. To be honest, <laughs> it is so egregious in like incredible in like yes, two thousand one. We can we can pretend that that's the reason, but like. They left those shots on for too long. They they couldn't have cropped in. They couldn't have let just a bit of her hair be in to, to say, oh, the, the head is still there. Well, what's even better they is left like, it. when it's not a prop and you can visibly tell that the actress is just leaning backwards. <laughs> laying out of frame. Yeah. Her entire body is out of frame. And the man, the character, uh, whatever his name is, is cradling her head. It's, so- it's 2001. I'm pretty sure green screens were around. I'm pretty sure this is a freaking shot in space. Like, of course, there was green screens. <laughs> like the fact that they were like, let's just let's just do a prop. Uh. It's like, just I don't know. It, it is so funny. And like, if you pause and like just look deeply into the dead, the dead eyes, eyes of yeah. the prop, yeah. you are so. No I'm, I'm more horrified than Jason. I mean, it's like the most scary part of the movie in my opinion like it's awesome there's no depth to look into unfortunately. <laughs> and, and this is uh you know for the record the only friday the 13th movie where they do a 911 you oh, would have thought they you would have thought jason takes manhattan would have dude but. dude they, they crash absolutely. they crash into space new york yeah ramming, yeah. ramming solaris was an inside job for sure <laughs> Yeah, and I love that they destroy an entire space station with their ship, and their ship is unscathed. Yeah, most invincible ship yeah. in the history of the oh, cinema. Yeah. It, Jason is the sole, like the only person responsible for destroying the ship, and not crashing into a space station. <laughs> well, I, I want to get Greg's takes because he doesn't sit around and watch horrible horror movies for fun like we do, and he's yeah. not a hardcore Sorry, fan yeah. of Jason. Unless, unless I, I, I don't on purpose, but when I do, I do have fun. 
I don't yeah. seek it out, but when I do, I try to make the most of the experience. And then this movie turned on me and said that hockey was outlawed in 2024. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? You've got two years. Make the most of it. I've man. got two years okay, left. I'm glad you brought that up. Became sport. president, and then they said no more hockey. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because they do know what hockey is, and then at some point, I'm pretty sure it's soccer or some other sport, and they're like, oh, maybe it's skateboard. And they're like, what's a skateboard? And then I'm like, okay, so hockey somehow stayed in the lexicon of humanity and then somehow you were like yeah this other shit somehow well, in the yeah, 400 years that, just didn't yeah, exist they say that hockey is outlawed in 2024 and then yep. in 2450 they're like but what's a skateboard well how the fuck do you know what hockey is I, 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 i'm gonna need someone to fact check it on this podcast i don't remember what it is but there is a line where i'm like that makes no sense like the same sort of thing that's going on oh, and, that's yeah. the line Oh, it is? <laughs> no, he's like, there's lots of lines that make no sense, which was also there we my go. Yeah. <laughs> Um I think you guys mentioned a little bit about the costume design. Oh, I have let me hear two, two points on that. One, I, I appreciate the uh, incredible, incredible subtlety of some kid having a gigantic 13 on the back of his fucking vest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What could that reference? Yeah. I didn't thinking even emoji that. times yeah, a thousand good, good and then uh, everyone else is dressed like they're an employee of Mondo Burger so. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I love the Firefly Stargate quality oh, of, yeah. of the that's, whole movie that's it and the that is it. pilot yeah it's like so <laughs> everyone's you know it's like they they saw part 7 they're like oh I love a knit sweater what if there were no sleeves and vests <laughs> That's perfect. Hey, you know what's really cold? What, what, if, what, if, what if Freddy Krueger was cold? <laughs> yeah. Design me a sweater. <laughs> I, I love knitting. What if there was less knitting? What if well, there was like, half the it's, knitting? It's all these, like, scientists, like, doing research, and they're dressed like fucking Xenon the yeah, Zequel. I was waiting for a Zenus <laughs> Lapidus. Like, jeez. <laughs> I like in specific the Zequel. It's not the first oh, one. No, 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 no. The Zequel really had a unique flair to yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> that more matched Jason X. <laughs> <sighs> All right, it was, it was. This was just a ripoff of the thing, right? We find the beast they didn't frozen do a great in the ice. Of it. <laughs> the thing is my favorite horror yeah, movie of all say, time. I was gonna say, like, that's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> we find a monster encased in ice, and we don't fully understand what it is. So well, we, we know, yeah, thaw it yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's a it's a monster. We don't know its full capability, but we definitely know its history. Yes, yeah, so within the this... first twenty minutes, they find out that he has murdered more exactly. people than anyone else on the face of the planet, <laughs> and he's like, well, I should probably sell him for money, right? I know. <laughs> It's funny, I know about this 400-year-old sport, hockey, but I've never heard of the guy that t killed 200 people <laughs> over the course of four decades. I've never heard and of upon learning about it, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. All right, you got, bring up I mean, another point. Matt, tell us more about Jason X. Okay, what do we got here? I mean, it's, um, it's, the only, it's the only movie of the franchise that I can think of at the top of my head that doesn't take place on Friday the 13th. Oh, shit. Interesting. Does uh, it explicitly say what day it is? It, it, you know what? It doesn't. And I think if we go back and watch the opening, 
it might be mm. Friday the Thirteenth in two thousand ten when they when we open the movie. I think so. Yeah. But the killing, you know, but the, like the, the essential piece of this movie does yeah. not take place on Friday the Thirteenth. Even in part seven, right. they the very least put the calendar outside of the cabin <laughs> yeah. to yeah. tell you that this is Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> yeah. So that's that where calendars go. <laughs> I guess was, was Freddy versus Jason on Friday the Thirteenth? I, I can't recall actually. Now that we're thinking about it, yeah. I don't uh, know. I feel like he may have come out of the water on the 13th. Maybe. I don't know. I've got no idea. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something. So did the screenwriters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I think I was, yeah, I was really good on your point, oh, Greg. Uh, back I think to costume takes, design, I think. Well, is what we're oh, oh, yeah. There's plenty of costume design to talk about. But I think back to your point, it's got like, it had 19 versions of this script that was written. And... After all of the revisions, 19. 19. After 19 revisions, they just said, fuck it, and wrote a new script. <laughs> <laughs> and this the first draft, boom, Jason X. I mean, honestly, if you don't get it in 19 tries, Try maybe, maybe it doesn't work. Yeah. Maybe there's something fundamentally wrong about yeah. that script. And another thing I love, based on like what I was saying earlier, it's the only one, the movie ends with him defeating Jason, but since he's undead... And floating through space, he lands in a not-so-subtle way. And the character goes, oh, look, he landed over there in the lake. Let's go see what happened. And somehow Earth oh my God. looks exactly like Garden of Eden. Yeah. It's like yeah. Adam and Eve like in this, like, go, like laying amongst foliage. And somehow they're like, ooh, what's that? And yeah. there's no sign of sci-fi. It's no, like completely the shooting star. I was like yeah. untouched. It's Earth, Earth Two, baby. It's Earth Two, baby. <laughs> it's <laughs> Adam terraform. Two. <laughs> it's Adam Two and Eve Two looking yeah. out over Crystal Lake Two. I, I believe uh, Christopher Nolan actually said there's a deleted scene in Interstellar where they go to Earth Two, but um, they realize it's not habitable because uh, Jason is running. Jason was there. <laughs> and that's the thing too. Like Jason X is a unstoppable version of Jason. And yeah, he's just a muck. Just yeah, he would have just killed everyone immediately. Yeah, a whole planet done. Yeah, nanobots, man. I I, nanobots. I resented that they <laughs> they didn't tell us how he got out of hell. Um, especially when you're going to make a sequel yeah, to agreed. something called The Final Friday. I did notice when we watched it this time, they open up with like this CGI hell. Yes. but they don't tell us. They anything. open up yeah. very much like it, I. I think the first time I watched the movie. Like ever, I was expecting there to be a Freddy just in the opening sequence because he's, yeah. it is very much happens in a it that, looks like the hell from, that cell shaded yeah. hell with like it, it looks very like very um but it's it's like mixed not just hell it's like mixed with like water oper- it's like, no it's like operation like th- there's like doctors coming in and like doing experiments like in hell it's oh, a very yeah, strange yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's like you get it like at the end of the sequence at the end of the time yeah. like, it's like he was hell, and then they experiment on him. And now he's here. You get it. You Actually, get it. you know what? Like, <laughs> you get it. For all of its faults, I think it might be the only thing that I really hate about the movie is that they yeah. do not. The ex- only thing out of the whole ninety minutes is the title sequence that just doesn't explain, which it's, is already what Jason movies do. And you're like, that's it. That's fine. It's it's Everything. it's so much. The movie is so much. Everything fun. else is cool. The movie is so much fun for them not to one not give me a sequel. And two, not tie it into the rest of the movies is just rude. Especially when 2010 is when Michael Bay's Friday came out. So, like. To, uh, 2009. Oh, nine. Oh, yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah. oh, nine. Not that it matters. <laughs> <laughs> he should have made it in 2010 mm-hmm. just to. Was that what on the list for the vote? 
Yeah, it was there. It I don't was hate there. that. Yeah, the reboot. It got like no votes. Yeah. Honestly, hard. people shit on that one. Nope, my wife voted bad. for it because she wanted to watch it. Nice. It's a good. It's not a bad movie. I'll watch it with her in January. I do. I do. I do yeah, that's the next Jared one. Jared Padalecki. <laughs> that would be my I do pick. Love a good supernatural moment. <laughs> Um, in, in the interest of time, do, do we have any, any, like, more pressing thoughts? I know Sam needs to get out of here at 10.30. Um, it's 9.45. Yeah. I, I, I don't have a time crunch. It's my thing. Yeah, I'll, I, I'll keep talking. I'm quite enjoy. Honestly, I could listen to Matt gush over Jason X for, like, the next two hours. Wait till you hear me talk about Freddy versus Jason. All right. <laughs> oh, I do want to talk, because Matt did bring up costume design. I, I love the sweater stapled together that the that the the sexy student has yes the the one that's the, the, the crocheted sweater pinned together with yeah it's gold, giant gold staples yeah, giant gold staples <laughs> yeah I, I really love that that's awesome um i'm i i do love the like doom shooter moment when all oh, of the first the, person yeah, yeah when all of the crew somehow needs assault rifles i don't know what they're fighting in space that looked like nerf they guns. never yeah. <laughs> they never established like we're fighting somebody but somehow they have these giant weapons for oh, shooting they, no they, they even say yeah. they they reference doom too what do they call it they call one of the guns like the bf bfg they don't call it a bfg they call it a bf something else oh. and doom, i was like yeah. Yeah, and Doom it's the BFG for big fucking gun, and they call it the BF uh, something BFR, in this in this movie. <laughs> so, BFS. Uh, big fuck, fucking what was it? BFP. It's not a conventional <laughs> weaponry term. It is it is completely made up and stupid. But they yeah. they do say BF something. And I do love the actor from Three Hundred being in there. Yep. I don't know his name, but the the sergeant the lieutenant Sarge. Gerard. Yeah. Butler. No. Uh, it's the guy who gets kicked into the pit, not the guy who does the kicking. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. This is madness, yeah. that guy. He's in Spartacus, too. Yeah. Uh, he just likes the Greek uh, shows, I guess. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I I think that Prestige they, they do like go so mask. hard on the sci-fi, mm-hmm. and I think, that, I, I think that's why Matt loves it so much, and why I really enjoy it, is like that they try to do sci-fi to its fullest early 2000s rendition. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh it God. really does have... I mean, like, if you go watch a Stargate episode, it, they look, like, the coloring looks identical. Mm-hmm. I mean, the types of, like, lighting they use is, like, so exactly like what that would have been. And probably when Stargate was really popular or those type of shows were really popular. And they were clearly banking on that. And to be mm-hmm. honest, of all the things, like... The storytelling might be shit, or the acting might be bad, but like they do nail the style of sci-fi at that time, Agreed. which I think I hundred percent can appreciate. I can appreciate it, and I can also laugh at it. Though. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, man, I'm surprised that in re- we'll we'll move on to I guess new topics here, but uh, regarding the acting. I'm surprised that only one of these characters canonically is actually a robot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good one. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's one for me, baby. It's pretty bad. I do love, though, as far as when we're talking about weaponry, you know, this movie also has a great weapon moment where Jason, with his new shiny machete, 
comes face to face with the the teacher, and the teacher has his old decrepit machete, and thinks that he's not going to get killed because he hands over the machete to Jason, who at the end of the day just wanted his toys back, and he just wanted his machete back, guys. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> That's a line from the movie. Yes, I, and then I he, can quote. And it. then he gets killed off screen in a machete in a machete slash. Yeah, again, our rating, but they somehow. I, I think it's like I think it's a total of like three or four. Yeah. Off-screen kills. I think the, the the R rating comes from the, the nudity. I really do. I think that and you mean the from language. the from from the unattached nipples? The nipples falling off was an interesting part. That's they, the only. Yeah. They somehow are made of glass. I did because they when they when they fall on the ground they have a <laughs> yeah, the yeah. as if they were shell casing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do I do appreciate another weapon moment. The uh, our super highly trained futuristic soldiers that are just waving their guns around because they don't know where Jason is mm. and then just walking backwards into various hallways and caverns and yes. just like nooks and crannies just like into the darkest parts of the ship yeah I'm sure he's here somewhere I better separate myself and walk backwards cool guys you did it and then they died one of them got thrown on a giant screw and oh man let's talk about that and then <laughs> the worst the Worst line of the movie. Yes, worst line, equally the best line. He falls onto the screw and does his... He, he literally screws himself spins. down. Yeah. Spins down the screw. And then someone goes, uh, you want to say it with me, Greg? He's screwed. <laughs> Here's the problem, though. That's a perfect line. They delivered it all wrong. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, oh no, he's screwed. Yeah. They were too yeah. serious about it. You can't be that serious about that. That's come on. There's my favorite line is later. What is it? It's when the actor from We're all doing favorite from lines. 300 yeah. gets stabbed once, and he goes, "You think that's gonna kill me?" And stabs him again, and he goes, "That ought to do it." He's <laughs> <laughs> freaking hilarious. Man. It actually is. I'm liking it more as we're yeah. talking about it. Your passion is contagious. Oh, man, I'm telling. I think I, that's I, right. I think a sequel would do well with the cult following it has. I don't think it would disappoint. I don't as long know. as we kept the same, like, <laughs> okay, good point. <laughs> Alternatively, maybe not. Uh, <laughs> uh, do we want to get into gimmicks since we already kind of broke the seal on favorite lines? Oh yeah, sure. Sorry. Yeah. No, sure. Uh, no sorry. I'll, I'll, no sorry. We're just I'll burn. Talking. I'll burn through the last of my notes please, if that's yeah, all right. Um, can this start being fun now? Um, <laughs> The frozen faiths death that you guys mentioned, yeah. I think that's my favorite kill out of all three of these movies, oh, actually. Oh, wow. Nice. That was sick. It's like, I really cool like that. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, David Cronenberg, you rascal. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the guy says he gave his robot girlfriend an upload. Oh, yeah. I think he meant upgrade. I do, too. They but then I also think he maybe up. fucked this android. And maybe he, did, he gave her a oh, no, up, it's an upload. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like, I, I don't. I think, the script is so bad. Nothing feels like a joke. Nothing feels like an accident. If you think about it, it's a very scientifically descriptive also way an upgrade. of talking about missionary. Yeah, I, I think it's it's so it's such a bad script. It can't be accidental. Yeah. And my, my final note is, uh, and I'll quote it here, this Janessa girl has got real Buscemi mouth. Uh, wow. Jeez. 
I've never heard a term <laughs> so descriptive. <laughs> yeah. Watch it again, the, baby. In the future, everyone has normal names except for Jessica or J- what is her name? Janessa. Janessa. Yeah. Yeah. Janessica would be a good one. Yeah, and somehow, and somehow, the girl from 2010, literally. It, like, she just understands everything about the ship yes. immediately. She wakes up in 2050 and understands everything. Well, yeah. not just, like, understands. Like, is working gadgetry. Is, like, fully comes, aware of, like, First how... of all, comes to grips with being in the future and everyone she's ever mm. known is dead. Yes. Really took it in stride. Let's it all go. Yeah. And then, yes, just, like, I know how to work these weapons. <laughs> Co- cocks a shotgun that's bigger than her. Yes. Like, she's she's got this. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, let's keep going with the favorite lines, and then we'll do the TJIF moments. How's that sound? Sure. Uh, my favorite line is, our scans reveal him to be very dead. <laughs> Science, ladies Good. and gentlemen. It's the future. Since I already said uh, that ought to do it, um, I also love when the the stoner cultural appropriation character gets his arm chopped off by frozen jason by accident <laughs> not purposeful kill. he gets his first kill from well, it's not a kill it's just an amputation but he goes he goes my arm my arm and then she stabs him and he goes <laughs> that's pretty good i don't know <laughs> best acting in the whole thing <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyone else let's see matt you did i did you, my favorite you're going with he yeah. screwed okay um, mine is gonna be from the Hollow Deck. We love premarital sex. Oh right, yeah, oh. The, the virtual reality camp counselors. We love in, in unison in stereo. Yeah. Say we love <laughs> premarital sex. Yeah, awesome. And it triggers him, and he kills them immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Triggered. R- red eye meme. Just. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> just... J- Jason's trauma was evident in this movie. Mm. It was a very sympathetic movie. Ah. Um, my favorite TGIF moment, uh, I think the obvious one has just got to be the sleeping bags. Oh. Like, the sleeping bag oh, kills. That's, yeah, that Which is actually a reference yeah. to, to part, part seven. seven. Yeah. No one gives it credit. No one uh, gives it credit, especially I not Matt. Seven. <laughs> I knew about the sleeping bags, and then I watched part seven, and I was like, that's where X got it from. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. It's, it's, he takes them and put. He, they're in the sleeping bag and he slams them against the tree, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes. Like, I will say X, X well, he's did like, it better. Yeah. But he's did doing it first. He's doing one against the other and then he throws it against the yeah, tree right, like right, as right, a right. last like. Yeah. Well, it's it's the only time in the, in the entire franchise where I felt like Jason was happy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he, sometimes. He legitimately, he was killing with such glee. Yeah. He finally got what he wanted. Yeah, and then when there were, I, I don't understand the logic between, like, between not giving him more campers to kill and just letting the virtual reality run its course. Well, it stopped, it, been, it stopped working. He started seeing would outside have been, the virtual oh, that's reality. Fair. Yeah. Would have been the perfect time for a Kevin Bacon cameo. Oh, oh if they could have gotten him. Oh, if they, they brought back past stars. I bet if they made another one. So X2. I feel like nostalgia culture is like so super end. yeah i bet if x2 came out you could get tommy jarvis back for sure he did those uh yeah, he did those never hike alone, yeah. Never hike alone. Yeah. yeah 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 uh who, who else has a tgif moment uh i love i mean we were talked about it in seven the door moment this one 
because apparently they have giant glass walls on a spaceship. The entire crew is surrounded by steel walls, and yet Jason finds the one entry point, which is a giant glass wall, and immediately shatters his way through it. <laughs> Grabbing That's like a true, behind him. I love it. Yeah, it's just such a great, like, remember, this is Friday the 13th, and they just did a good job. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's good. Uh, yeah, I think I I think they were already all hit hit upon for me. Yeah. Okay. The sleeping bag, the nitrous. The nod to Aliens Three when she gets sucked through the hole of the ship. Yeah, I would say that's a good <laughs> moment, but they cut away. Yeah, they did you cut know, away until it, the very end. It is end. one of the things where oh, I sucks, know man. it's coming, and they kind of go on too long about her like holding on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm and then they, you know, cut away to bad acting of people being going. <gasps> And then it cuts to what looks to be baloney hanging from a grate. Like, I just don't... I don't With a fan. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just, like, very... I was just very disappointed by that moment, and I feel like in the uncut version I would be much more satisfied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect take. Uh, Denny, do you got one? I, I gave mine. I was going to throw it oh. to you. Uh, yeah. Uh, mine was... It's one we mentioned already. It's kind of a line but like the whole moment really made me happy it was it's okay guys he just wanted his machete back uh. i i loved it and i wish the kill was a little more yeah like on first of all on screen and mm-hmm. could have been it more impactful it, yeah, but that, it, 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 go ahead no like it was it was just the perfect moment it's like the most solid callback to all the original yeah. ones. Yeah, so. every movie's got one of those moments where someone comes face to face with Jason and goes, "I can reason with this." Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely reason with this monster. I've watched murder twelve of my friends. Yeah, <laughs> so he'll true. be on my side. Yeah. <laughs> He's just misunderstood. He just wants a machete. He doesn't want this sharper tool that I've given him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that character's whole like thing when he figures out who Jason is, he's like, I'm not gonna let the students steal my discovery. I'm gonna make the fortune off of him. And then the whole like plot device is that no one knows who Jason is is because he's not telling them yeah. who he is. You know, it's yeah. like it was a very like lackluster moment for a character you were expecting to die. Yeah. Like like I talked about in Seven with the with the terrible villain, like it was exciting to see her die, and then I felt kind of cheated in that moment. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree for sure. Um, let's do uh, let's do ratings. Uh, uh, Sam, on a scale of one to thirteen, what what would you rate Jason X? I feel like I rated Seven too high because now I've, I've backed myself into a corner because I do also enjoy Jason X. I think I'm gonna give it because. <sighs> It's, do it. It's, do it. It's do it. Jason X. Do I'm gonna it. give it a ten. Hell yes. Oh, ten out of thirteen. No. Hell yeah. Again, yeah. again, this rating system has to do with the thirteen franchise. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I do think that they nail Jason in terms of like what I expect from him and how he's killing. I think the drawbacks of the off-screen kills are only like met with some of the worst like sci-fi lore in existence which do somehow make it enjoyable (laughs) i i think that it is like it is like if bad teens wrote a sci-fi film so Mm. then it's like it's there's no teens in the film but i still have a teen teenager vibe of like what the storytelling is and who who the who it's for Mm -hmm. and i think that's kind of enjoyable hell yeah uh matt on a scale of one to ninety 
I'm gonna give it a 75. Hot diggity damn. Bro. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think it's for all the things that you said, Sam. I think it's it's fun. It captures the essence of Jason Voorhees, and it doesn't even pretend to give a shit about what he's done before. Like, like it is just like. Was I good? It's just, it's like I don't know, man. It's it's one of those things where like I I love Jason, but eventually I get tired of the same old shtick. You know, like I. I don't. Which is which is the movie we're about to talk about, which is why I love that one even more than Jason X. Like it's. It's it's everything I want in a Jason movie and then some. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Greg, what you got out of 40? Uh, I'm going to upset everybody here. We're all friends, Greg. I, it's okay. I've got this one at a 6 out of 40. A 6, six? out of 40? It's <laughs> not good... Greg, I just said we were friends. <laughs> and I'm here to uh, challenge that thought. That we're uh, friends or that it's not good? <laughs> open to interpretation. <laughs> well, well it's, I'm screwed. It, it's not a good movie. I don't want to be reminded that I watched a TV cut of a fun slasher movie. It could have been more fun. It could have been more violent. It could have just been more in general. I struggle to find the positives outside of like what I personally find to be fun out of like terrible movies. Oh, so, wait, you're, you're not wrong, Greg. There's nothing good about this movie. I'm not going to give the movie credit for accidentally doing stuff that I like. <sighs> I understand that. I can appreciate that. And I feel bad. No, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. I keep it a 75 out of 90. <laughs> I need to. I need to. You're the only one. Like, I need to speak my truth. Um, I I just I bumped it up in light of Matt's enthusiasm and me me liking it a lot better this this watch. It's better um, with friends. I gotta say, it it is better with friends. Well, I watched it with friends last time though. Um, yeah. But it was also like the middle of the day on a Saturday. Oh yeah, you, know, you gotta like, get the ambiance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I gave it a I bumped it up from a fifteen out of fifty to a nineteen out of fifty. Um, 19, I, I still have got to give it a really bad grade, but I also like I, I looked at my ratings and I was That's like, right. I've watched a lot more shitty movies since last yeah. time I rated this, so I, I had There's to bump it up by comparison. Man. There yeah, are some really bad ones. Came, came from from the desert. Is that the one? We, I actually had to rate. I had it rated the same as Stung, which we watched during oh, I, COVID. I like Stung. Interesting. I had to bump. I had to bump it up over yeah. Stung. It's a better we, movie. We've than watched. Stung. I was like, we've watched Ginger that. Dead Man. We've watched Ginger Dead Man since then. Oh, so, yeah. what are you talking about? Ginger <laughs> Dead Man is Gary Busey's best work. Yep. Is that pre I'm, or post motorcycle accident? Definitely post. Yeah, <laughs> you oh, okay. can tell. Yeah. I also am Must surprised. We've had Matt on the podcast this long and haven't confronted him about uh, choosing every which way but loose when we let him pick a monkey movie. I don't know if I've seen that one. Don't. Ruins the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to redeem myself. Do we want to uh, jump right into Freddy versus Jason? Boy, yeah, let's do it. Fucking do Greg, it. are you good for that? Uh, yeah, sure. Cool. Um, this beer, this beer is still up to here, ish. Yeah. Um, who, who wants to give a synopsis for Freddy versus Jason? This was my pick. Heck yeah, dude! Give I'll me. bite this bullet. 
Freddy versus Jason is a shitty movie from 2003 about Jason Voorhees fighting Freddy Krueger. Freddy has realized he wants to come back to the living world. He wants to terrorize more kids, but he doesn't have enough power. He doesn't have enough strength. He's been defeated. The town has forgotten about him. Springwood has covered up his existence. So, to strike fear into the heart of Springwood again so he can keep killing, he is employed our good buddy, Jason Voorhees. To strike fear into the hearts of children and adults alike. <laughs> From New Jersey. Uh, I, some details I go into later. And <laughs> he tells the people, maybe it's Freddy. Tell him Freddy sent you. Go to Elm Street, Jason. <laughs> and so, yeah, basically kids start having dreams again. And Freddy can invade those dreams because that's his thing. But Jason's over here being like, well, these kids are, first of all, existing. And that's it. I have motivation to kill. So he goes and kills, and Freddy's like, hey, come on, man, I just brought you back to give me some strength again. I need to kill these kids because that's my thing. So they duke it out back at Crystal Lake, I guess. <laughs> they fight each other. This is a fully fleshed out idea, I guess, from the end of Jason Goes to Hell, mm -hmm. right? Yes, 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 yes. It's a direct yes. sequel. It, yeah. It is a direct sequel. Well, okay, not really, to... because Jason isn't in hell. <laughs> when it is it in right, sort yeah. of. Well, it is inspired by the events. Of, he's in yeah, hell. he's got like the, his soul. He's in the dreamscape. In so yeah. So. Yeah, but Jason is Jason is dead, and we don't know why because he so didn't die saying, at the end of Jason okay, X. Okay, okay. So you're saying this movie has layers? <laughs> <laughs> this is a layered film filled with nuance and new metal. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah. the, tagline, uh, the tagline should have been all new, all new metal, no nuance. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tagline, baby. Put it on the poster. Um, oh man, Greg, what's your relationship with Freddy versus Jason? Uh, first of all, the people, the people watching or listening, can watch this on HBO Max. Oh, yes, it is, it is on HBO Max. Days. It's on Netflix right now. The too. Uh, Holy shit. Or you can go the, to Sam's house. HBO Max, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the rights holding involving this movie is just ever perplexing yeah. to me. And oh, this yeah. is yet another example. I don't know who owns what. And it's funny. Like, I don't give a shit who owns what. But it <laughs> is directly influencing <laughs> how these movies get made. Mm. And what characters are even in these films. It's yes. very funny. <laughs> yes, it's another, it's another comedic layer to this film's very existence. Hey, we joke, but this movie is why we have the MCU. I was literally about to say the same thing. This movie delivers on what the Avengers could not. It yep. gives me the, the the bringing together of two separate worlds, and in my notes, delivers a fucking ending. Yeah, like this movie has an ending. It gives us a victor, and then gives us a a nice subtle send off to be like, is it over? It, it almost gives us like straight up Jackie Chan style 
yeah. like martial arts. Yeah, like with Freddy knows like Taekwondo. Yeah, no, but like legit though, like it, it proved that crossovers were worth a lot of money. Yeah, like, like that's like it's like a legitimate important thing in like yeah. cinema uh, yeah. financial history at yeah. least. Like it's like why we have what we have. And it's I don't what they think it's on. a coincidence. I wrote it here. See, like the Camp Crystal Lake was unavailable where they usually film Camp mm. Crystal Lake and they filmed on the lake that X-Men 2 was filming at the same time holy shit and the cast and crew of both those movies stayed at the same hotel it cannot be a coincidence that immediately after that we start getting like hints of like the MCU building shit. like across like wow, a, a yeah. giant universe of wow. heroes coming together like it, it cannot be a coincidence would you say wait X-Men 2 X2 so yeah. would you say this was Jason X2 I mean in, I would, I would if if, if <laughs> If, if Wolverine had showed up in this movie, it absolutely is Jason next to I, I will say it does better bridge Jason Goes to Hell, then maybe Freddy versus Jason, and then Jason yes. X. Yes, I think, yeah. I well, think and that is chronological. Chronological, yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. again, 2010. And that's why he looks different. That's why he looks different, because he is alive. Like, he, he goes back to the lake. Because Freddy rezzed him, and he could grow hair again. Yeah. And he got a jacket. Yeah, and he, he got a jacket, which I never <laughs> understood why, after all these years, he got cold. <laughs> You'd be surprised uh, how chilly that lake is in the winter. Dude, you know why? Because it's something I noticed in this film. It's something that just absolutely tickles me. Every time Jason gets hurt in like some of these later later movies, when he bleeds, it's so funny to me the idea that Jason Voorhees has blood Left still. Yeah. yeah. You know, like that's why he's cold because like he's losing all his blood it's, now. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's just diluted with he's so Crystal chill. Lake, Crystal Lake water. I mean, yeah, he should have. I mean, it's I, Crystal Lake. I, I always stand by like the, the 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 fact that when he gets stabbed, it should just be water coming out of his yeah, body yeah, at this absolutely. point. Um, but so we, cool. we skipped one of my favorite parts of uh, the podcast: relationships with the oh, movie. Oh yes. Um, oh uh, yeah. Go first ahead. time seeing it. That's it. Oh, this is oh, your wow. first time? Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Oh, that's why you hate welcome. it. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> hey, oh, hold on. Hate? Whoa. Okay, okay, sorry, Easy sorry, there. sorry. Well, if it's over... I called it terrible. I didn't say I hated <laughs> okay, it. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, okay, go ahead. I would say I, I have a very strong relationship to this movie because my babysitter took me to see it in theaters. Mm. Oh, yes. Lori, if you're listening, she's not. Uh, <laughs> uh, and she's I, a big fan. It's so funny. Like, I have a core memory of, like, not only, like, enjoying the movie, but, like, choking on popcorn, like, kernels. Like, they got <laughs> stuck in my throat. And I think the movie has done just that. It's stuck in my throat since. And I, nice. I have yet to find, like, a slasher that is so fun and, like, kind of marries all the worlds of slashers that I love and also brings my personal favorite slasher into a movie with someone who I just, like think is you know iconic like jason i mm-hmm. you know we, i talked a lot about this with denny and matt before that freddie is specifically interesting because he's one of the few slashers that has like a full personality mm-hmm. that is someone that like like when they tried to remake him it like did so poorly beyond like it being a bad movie they don't have robert england and because this is robert england still and you're still really getting to enjoy the full freddie mixed with someone that is like essentially if you break him down generic slasher right like he's just like michael myers he's just like a lot of the like silent brooding stalking types that it really is like fun to watch those two juxtaposition for like 
a full 90 minutes and it like starts and does not stop yeah yeah, yeah so i i really yeah it's a it's a core memory for sure what about you matt my relation to this i saw it no less than four times in theaters I thought. Oh my god! Yeah, I thought it was the most genius thing, and that's I think, and also like it's it heavily influenced my my want to see a world of superheroes like we're talking about. Like I want I want those movies. Like I, and the fact that the sequel to this movie was slated to bring in Ash from Evil Dead, that can you that imagine? was that was the original idea for the movie. Yeah, and they scrapped it, and they said it was going to be the sequel. Oh. And shit. then they shut down production of everything after Freddy versus Jason. And I, 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 I think I love this movie so much because like s- opposite of Sam, Freddy's not my favorite of the, of the iconic slashers. Mm-hmm. He's always been just so creepy and so like, and I think that's his thing, right? But like, it's just so off putting sometimes. And in this movie, that's not the, the, the hang up of his character. He's not trying to have sex with the, the, the ingenue in this movie like he is with Nancy. Like, to murder and have sex with Nancy. Like, it is a weird thing. Um, and I, I think for, just for, like, I think it's the best send-off that Robert England could have ever had. Like, because what's the, what what's the, the Freddy movie right before this one? New it's Nightmare. New Nightmare, which I, is okay, but it's, it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite. Yeah. Um, but... This movie is like all of the essence of Freddy that I wanted. With also like he fucking fights Jason in a one v one in an industrial camp, Crystal you, Lake. You wrestling fans, yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. They're doing Hurricane Ranas and like yeah. everything off of this thing. And like, I don't know. It's 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 so implanted in my mind that and and I love the original Friday, but like I will go, I will watch <laughs> this movie more in a year than I probably have ever watched Friday the Thirteenth in a year. I will watch this movie every couple months. Like, it's so funny. It's so funny. It has a Destiny's Child in it. It has a Destiny's Child in it. Like, (laughs) who uses a slur, but not in, like, in in a really, really... That's a note. Yeah, in a really (laughs) terrible way for no reason. Um, And just has, like, inventive kills. And we said it while we were putting it on here, uh, while we were putting it on while we were setting up. The nightmare sequences in this movie look just as good if not better than all the nightmare scenes in any other Nightmare on Elm Street like movie they're they're shaded the right way the the effects have finally like caught up with what we're trying to do mm-hmm. man and I I love an ending and I love an ending that also winks at me like <laughs> quite literally quite literally <laughs> winks at me as, I, as I fade to black like man I yeah. dig this movie I uh I, I, I saw this this is the only Friday or Nightmare movie I saw in theaters. Mm. Um, my dad took me and my brothers to see it, and my brother famously peed his pants. Um, awesome. And I'm not oh. going to name which brother, um, but um, it was Troy. Troy, yeah. And but no, th- this came out at the peak of my slasher love. Uh. Like I was like, I was renting this shit from Blockbuster all the time, you know, like every weekend coming home with three or four slasher movies to watch, Freddy, Jason, all of it. Um, and I, it was also like right at the budding start of me being on the internet. And so I was all over like the online fan community for this. And I remember there was this cool like tale of the tape graphic that I saw yeah, that yeah, like, yeah. Uh, that ref- you know, broke down like 
their height, their kills, well, yeah. their weapons. Like even the promotional photos were like it was one Jason, or one of Jason facing off left, and one of Freddy facing off right. Yeah. And so like you, if you got both posters, they were like literally looking right at each other. Uh, Sam's gonna take a I'd take a walk out of here. I was gonna quick. say, Sam. By the way, we are nowhere near you being in your car at ten thirty. How do you feel about that? Uh, probably. I, I probably just need to wrap up. Uh, okay. I can leave some gear here, but I just need to leave. Okay, cool. You're my ride. So yeah, I, I just need to. I can leave it here and come back. I understand. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, we might we might wrap Sam. Yeah. Um, and, and Matt. <laughs> and Matt. Yeah. We'll bring it home with Denny and Greg. Oh yeah. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. So distract. What were you saying? Um, oh, the, the internet. Yeah, yeah. You know, but like, people were hyped about this, and I, yeah, I was yeah. part of that hype. I, I was crazy about yeah. it. So, um, this movie was made, and these are these. This is my beef with the movie. As someone who does love it, I, I, I do enjoy this movie a lot. Um, it's it's a good is the enemy of great thing. Sure. Um, the the director intentionally never watched a Nightmare or Friday movie because he didn't want to be influenced. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That explains oh, several shows. things. If there is anything you should be influenced by, it is when you're making the culmination dream movie of like uh, long running decade. two long yeah. running franchises converging you should have absolutely been influenced by the films that came I've before. got some notes to delete <laughs> <laughs> well and I also think like to your point after reading like at, like the complete horror show of a director that this man was yeah that, like like for like, trying to force nude scenes on his star even though she had a no nudity contract like absolutely despicable human being even for the time period yeah um, like, I, I don't, I think I would say I would without, without even like thinking about it, he's the worst director of a Friday or Friday movie ever. Mm-hmm. Um, like for someone who, like you said, is culminating something so big, how dare you not like put in a little bit of effort and yeah. watch a fucking movie. It's 90, they're all mm-hmm. 90 minutes. You should watch all of them and you should watch them a lot. Yeah. Because you're making this for fans of both franchises. Right. Because right? Like, like, there's no callbacks. Yeah. And any of Jason's movements. Yeah, Freddy's got a little bit because he's got a backstory. But, like, in Jason's in hell, quote unquote. But as, as, other than that, like, Jason has zero callbacks to his literal decade of killing people. Yeah. Like no, no references to except for maybe some kills. Well, they they also didn't they didn't own a lot of that because they, they fair, New fair, Line owned yeah. Freddy and they put like literal clips of Nightmare in there. Oh, I was talking about how much I despise right, this yeah. director and his antics and his lack of care for. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, something that he put together that is really great and I do love, but knowing that he didn't give a shit about its history is also kind of a bummer too. Like it, yeah. not that, not that slasher history is something to like die on a hill on but it's also like my problem with like halloween kills you know it's like it's you kind of really shit on a lot of like lore and history of the most iconic and now it's you know kind of the same thing but in 2003 yeah yeah Yeah. and like and i i forgive him for this because i just wanted to see a winner and first of all, there was a winner. Yes. Right? Like, absolutely. everyone thought it was going to be a draw, yeah. Batman, Superman, your mom's name is Pamela, too, huh? Um, now, but I like, loved oh if Freddy's God. mom was Pamela. <laughs> but, they, but they actually had a winner. And yeah. I also loved that it was Jason, because I, at the time at least, I felt like uh, Freddy had more of a following. 
like I thought Freddy was more of a crowd pleaser victory, and I'm a Jason guy. Yeah. You know, like so I. Well, yeah. I popped huge for Jason actually winning. Your and boy, JV. My boy, JV. Um, JV. But also, part of the reason that happened is they, they really, um, they wanted to make Jason sympathetic. Um, yeah. They wanted him to be Frankenstein's monster. That was right. the inspiration right, for right, it, right. was like, he was a killer, but he was misunderstood, and it's like, I think you're the one that misunderstood Jason Voorhees. He's yeah. just a fucking evil monster. Yeah. Like, he's the embodiment of evil. There is no life behind those eyes. He just has, like, one thought, and it's kill. Right. Like, he just likes to kill people who fuck. Right. Like, so he's a sweet boy. He's a yeah. sweet boy. I, I think and what's so cool about that, to your point, is, like, you're right. They gave us a victor. And going back and thinking about, like, who else, like, how could Freddy have won, right? Like, yeah. we've watched at this point, nine movies of Jason. Ten. Ten movies of Jason who... X movies of Jason. Ten X movies, X X movies. movies of Jason. Um, that have shown him literally being unstoppable. And on the other side, you have all the Freddy movies where in each movie, he is hurt. You know, like, you can... Even in Freddy vs. Jason, she grabs his ear and pulls it off of him as she wakes up, right? Like, yeah. he... Freddy is killable, it almost seems, and whereas Jason is not. So I was... While I never thought Freddy would win, it, it did seem like they had found a way to kill Jason for a moment there. And it, yeah. is, it is a fun, it's a fun fight. Yep. Even though they tell us in the beginning, your power is that you can't die. Yeah. And we were surprised mm -hmm. that Jason didn't die. Right. <laughs> Dude, when, they, when they start drowning him, when Freddy starts drowning him in his dream, uh, and he starts coughing up the water, I was like, that's it. They yeah. got him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Greg, as, as a first time watcher. That's... Why is he scared of water? He's not. He's, He's not. not he voluntarily he, goes in water all yeah. the time. He goes in the lake constantly. All the fucking in time. In the other movies. All the fucking he, time. It's not that he's afraid the, of water. He's just not a very good swimmer. He's a great swimmer. He goes yeah, down He there, really does. He, yeah, he's a great he swimmer. He swim. He sinks. He jumps up into the boat. He, he doesn't need to be a, a good... as a little boy, snatches Adrian King, Adrian King Adrian, out, of, yeah. out of the boat. Which is so. funny that Pamela's always like, he's not a very strong swimmer. Yeah. And then, like, he does a full body lunge out of the water <laughs> and grabs someone down. Yeah. yeah. Adrian. So just the, the idea that he's afraid of some cascading, like... Oh gosh! Yeah. Koi pond fucking water so, yeah, is just laughable. Sounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's. I, I did like that they did the fire versus water elemental thing. Oh, yeah. But Jason being scared of water made no sense. Like it made absolutely. Yeah. And also, Freddy's not that fiery. Like no, he he like, should be afraid of fire. Yeah, because he got burned. He got burned alive. Yeah. Yeah. How do you get burned? <laughs> How do you get burned? How do you get burned? I do. I do love. Flaming Machete Jason, though, is oh, pretty dude, iconic. Dude, badass. That was some quick thinking on those kids, too. Yeah. Just, like, throw some Everclear on him. And it's one of the cooler Jasons. It's just, like, he's on fire now. Yeah, it's new metal It's Jason. fucking new awesome. <laughs> they oh, killed it. I love it. Yeah. He's... Oh, is that an in-flames thing? Do <laughs> <laughs> the fire and the flames. He made it. I, uh, I do like... And then he, I think we talked about it when we were watching. He, uh... He perfects his Jason jumping through windows in this movie. Yeah. Uh, he does leap out of the cabin, full on fire, wielding yes. the fire machete, and lands on his feet. <laughs> like, yeah. It is, awesome. it is a great action. It's like, it is an action movie. Like, it is, yeah. it's the, and not in quality, it is the equivalent of seeing Friday the 13th as Alien, 
and Aliens as Freddy versus Jason. They oh, are. Shit. It is not almost. It's not very horror esque, but it is action packed from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, I've got to hear Greg go <sighs> yeah, in and roll. I got to have Greg. Give I've got to hear someone who's just never seen it because we're all marking out over um, here. You know. I I liked it. I did have fun. I think my main disconnect was our human characters, our victims. They are trying to put them in the middle between like, you know, in the in the Friday movies, you got to have, you know, the kids all just like out of exhaustion. They're just like, all right, we got to outthink the problem, right? We got to come up with a smart solution. And they do it and they beat Freddy. And then in the uh, Jason movies, the kids are basically just jason fodder right they're just like fodder for murder and maybe somebody has like a lucky break quick thinking idea of just like oh i'll just summon my dad for example in uh, part seven this is kind of blending the two where you've got kids that are like too smart or like they're just insisting that these kids are too smart to die to Jason, but they're clearly not. And then they're like too dumb to like be able to figure out how to defeat Freddy. Yeah. Like they're just in this weird middle ground yeah. where I just that's a good point. Hate, yeah. I I just I hate them. Like they suck. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're equally the dumbest and smartest teenagers of any of the yeah. film's franchises because they do come up with a solution. Get get Jason to Camp Crystal Lake and then leave him there. Yeah, like that's here's, that's here's all you have to do. Issue number one. Crystal Lake is in New Jersey. Yes. Mm. Springwood is in Ohio. <laughs> I don't know if you've looked at uh, the old Google Maps lately. That's about a five hundred mile distance so he would walk 500 miles oh he w- my and jason would walk 500 more <laughs> it, so jason or uh freddy comes to jason and is like go to elm street i need you to terrorize these kids please zombie killer who's never left how lake. many <laughs> how many elm streets are in between coastal new jersey and ohio and he's just like oh is it this one how many people did he kill on his way to springwood it's a fictional town so you can't like look it up i just put like central ohio like the columbus area it is a seven hour drive which they make that drive somehow in this movie they do yeah it's like it's 500 miles absolute insanity doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Back back to these people being the stupidest people God. on earth. Uh, <laughs> I man, just oh my god, everyone's so stupid, dude. Yeah. Everybody's so stupid. <laughs> There's that like rookie cop, right? And he's in the basement, like, don't worry, I'm trying to help you guys out. And he's like got his theories about you know like we started to see freddy a little bit right and we've started to see the evidence of jason's killing in the real killings in the real world and the cop has got a theory about it like a copycat killer and (laughs) oh my god the cops like the cop knows the story of jason Voorhees, and he says 
something something to the effect of uh, this. The legend goes that Jason Voorhees keeps getting resurrected and will uh, keep killing people. This guy must be a copycat. And the kid, the like nerdy kid, says, "It's the real Jason. I've seen what he can do." And the cop says, "That's impossible." Jason's dead. Five seconds ago, he just said that the whole thing was that he keeps getting resurrected. So why does it matter that he's dead now? What are you talking about? Man, and in addition to them being dumb, in in, in two franchises that are, are not known for their dialogue and dynamic characters... This is by far the worst human drama. Right, by oh, yeah. far the worst. Like, every a time... A thousand percent. Every time I watch I it... I don't care of any of these characters. No, I don't care what please. happens to them. Baby, come upstairs. I want to fuck you. Yeah. It, it makes me wonder, like, why do I Ugh. keep saying I like this movie? Yeah. And then we get to the actual Freddy versus Jason parts, and I'm like, oh, right, exactly. that's right, that's right. Yeah. But it is, like, I feel like embarrassed for the performers and the screenwriter mm -hmm. and everyone involved in making it every time there's something other than freddie and jason in the movie like agree, it's like yeah. i feel embarrassed for myself to be a fan of something that like fucking power rangers has better dialogue <laughs> you know well, like, it's like it's ivan like ooze was more fight. convincing yes. than F jason yes yeah yeah. Li Ivan Ooze versus Freddy. Just to bridge you from it's like musical writing. It's yeah. like I just need five lines to get me to the next musical number. Yeah, and that's exactly what this script does. It's like we just have to establish any care for these characters in eight seconds before we move on to the next kill, yes. scary moment. Yeah, and you know how stupid these humans are. They have sympathy for Jason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. they try to give Jason CPR. Yeah. In this oh movie, my God. yeah, they. I mean, asthma, they real. They do realize yeah, he, he and one of them couldn't do it because he has asthma, and I have asthma right now. And I promise you, if one of you charts choking, I will give you CPR. Thank <laughs> you, but I'm not Jason. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> right. You're not half dead zombie that I have to make out with, but I, uh, <laughs> yet, yet. I've been uh, told I make out like a half dead zombie. <laughs> but yeah, that I, you have I, to give I CPR. I think they just are truly the the worst humans ever. Yeah, they're and so bad. They die in great ways, and it makes it all worth it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Like, you mentioned our uh, Destiny child uh, yeah. throwing Kelly out a Roland. nice little homophobic slur. For no and then she reason. Gets, yeah. For no I, reason. On, just, and, like, and then go ahead. she just gets flung, like, 50 feet straight yeah. into a tree with a machete. You're like, Sam had a great point about the machete kill, though. He kind of deserved yeah, that. Yeah, well, he, he hits her with a machete, which seems to slash through flesh and bone very easily, but for some reason, maybe, from my angle, it, he hits her with the blade side, but must hit her with the blunt side, because it doesn't cut her. Yeah. It just swings her across. <laughs> she just goes flying across yeah, the tree. Yeah. Let's see, uh, what are y'all's, uh, what's the gimmick of the week? The TGIF moment. Uh, what I just said. Destiny's Child. It is so... Jason does not like physics, yeah. clearly, and it is a perfect like rendition of like what is Jason like. It is just for what what can be the shock value of this kill, and they ran out. Yeah. They were like, I guess we'll fling her. We can't slash again, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
My TGIF moment is going to be uh, the fin- denouement of the fight. Uh, mm-hmm. When Freddy jumps out of the water, stabs Jason with his own hand, and then Jason rips off Freddy's hand and yeah. stabs him back with Perfect. it yeah. before cutting his head off. And then I love it's like a the it's a double TJF for me. It's the it's the kill and Jason winning and also the the blink the wink at the end. It's all it's like it's all of it's everything I needed in ten in ten seconds. And then can we just give our ratings? Uh, and favorite. Then you get, and then oh. you guys. Let, just, let can we just wrap it? Yeah, like, you, I can wrap it from okay. here. Are you cool with that, Greg? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm uh, so sorry. Uh, listeners sorry. at home, Sam's got to get out of here, and we're cool with it. Yeah. Um, my, <laughs> my TGIF moment is, um, is, uh, Jason on fire running, mm-hmm. running through the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the fields. Nice. It's just, yeah. it doesn't get better than that. Greg, what's your, uh, TGIF? Uh, I, I gotta say, man, like mine is, oh, I, I scrolled too fast. It's, it's Jason walking out of Crystal Lake holding Freddy's head. Yeah. And you're just like, I don't know where he's going. I don't care. Yeah. Yep. Q kill switch engage. Here we go. Roll <laughs> credits. <laughs> Beautiful thing. Um, and let's see. Favorite lines. Wow. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, you know, I didn't rewatch it this for this podcast, and I'm trying to remember what my favorite. I don't know if I can remember what it, a line sticks out to me. Unfortunately, the only line that sticks out to me is the slur because we we were just watching it in the background. Um, I've got not a favorite. I've got <laughs> yeah, Sam's favorite line favorite was the line. slur, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you heard it here first. He loves that word. Uh, I've got two. If somebody wants to claim my runner-up, go for it. You um, uh, my runner-up is main girl, whatever her name is, Freddie. Go to hell. Mm. Because I think it's a reference to Jason goes to yeah. hell, where f- uh, the Freddy versus Jason thing is teased. Yeah. I've never got that. Yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, but my favorite line is, you know, we're kind of figuring out that this whole thing is actually orchestrated by Freddy Krueger. And our girl says, he sings a song. How does it go? And our recently escaped uh, psychiatric <laughs> patient says, one, two, Freddy's coming for you. You know why they sing that? Because that's when he comes for you. <laughs> That's good. That's, that's that's solid writing. That's solid. Incredible. Ex- explaining literal lyrics to some. It's brilliant. Just twelve out of ten screenwriting. <laughs> Greg, I I love when this happens because we picked the same favorite line again. Uh, yes! <laughs> that's my favorite. We did um, it. I, I will give a runner up. Uh, Freddie died by fire. Jason died by water. How can we use that? actual dialogue from the writer's room <laughs> <laughs> that they just accidentally put in the script nice. is what it played like. Matt, do you have a favorite oh, line? I do have, oh, I kind of, I'm mean, going to follow the trend of giving one and a runner-up, and the runner-up is a moment, not so much a line, but the line is uh, our, our leading lady uh, who says, these motherfuckers have been trying to kill us I'm not leaving here till I watch this motherfucker die. And right as she lights the the, nice. the dock on fire. Perfect. Um, and then uh, the moment would be <laughs> to bring it back to that terrible line from our Destiny Child. Um, right after that, she's backing up, and Freddie does the most Freddie thing ever, and just points behind her, and she turns around, and then gets chopped in half by a machete. Not chopped in half. Hit. Yep. Just, just, just hit. smacked by hit. the broadside of a machete. <laughs> Tennis racket style. Bitch slapped by a machete. Yeah. Yep. Which, which also proves that Jason is an ally. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful thing. 
Um, Sam, what is your, on a scale of 1 to 13, where do you rate Freddy versus Jason? 12 and a half. Nice. Hot diggity damn. I would say it is, it is the most Friday the 13th, and it is one of the most Freddy Krueger movies as well. Hot it does, it, it, it really does both of the slasher gods justice. Um, I don't, again, I know Greg is rolling his eyes because it has little to do with storytelling or writing. <laughs> it has all to do with style. And I, yeah, yeah, it's really, it, it, it really is top, top notch for me in terms of the franchise. Hell yeah, brother. Scale from one to 90, um, I'm going to give it an 85. Hot. Uh, Diggity damn. Yeah, and I, and I, Whoa. I, I, it has no reason to be as good as it is. And it has no right to work as well as it it's, does. It's similar to the Phil Collins score of Tarzan. Why did we go this Why'd hard? Why did he go that hard? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed the ride up until the very at last second. Yep. Um, scale of 1 to 50, I gave it a 33. Nice. Um, passing grade, again, uh, I, 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 it's hard for me to ignore how bad so much of it is. But when it's good, it's really good. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah. And, and that's where I land with it. And that, like... It's what? What do you walk out of the theater remembering? Right. Do you remember the bad dialogue, or do you remember the Freddy versus Jason? For some reason, there's an industrial uh, construction site at Camp Crystal Lake right. fights. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's they that's what modeling. it comes to for me. To so many gas tanks. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, what you got? Oh boy, I'm I'm not in the same crowd here, buddy. <laughs> um, I I walk out of the theater and I'm like. I remember that the whoever's in charge of doing the lighting effects must have been paid by the lightning strike because holy shit more more lightning than the movie Shazam um, I think the letting Freddy be Freddy and letting Jason be Jason those moments are all good it it's it's got its cool moments but it has way too many moments where it's trying to be cool and trying to inject what they thought was cool it just drags it down for me too much um 13 out of 50 which is higher than the other movies and on theme but (laughs) significantly lower than you guys um i liked all the kills i like characters the um freddie and jason kind of getting to do their own thing we got our token stoner kid who had a a uh, particularly bad case of somebody being cut in half. <laughs> like, but, you know, all in all, not a bad time. I would watch it again. And, yeah, sorry that <laughs> the, the fun of this movie doesn't doesn't uh, weigh as no, heavy I'll, 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 take, Greg, uh, I'll gladly take the 13 Greg, after the other ones you give Greg me. was raised in a household without cable. We try to take it easy on him. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Like Could use more Arthur references. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. To, to wrap it up and take us home, so Sam and Matt can get out of here. What's the best movie for when is Friday the Thirteenth? Uh, of today? Sure. Yeah. Of the three we did today. Oh, Freddy vs. Jason. Head down. Hands down. Freddy vs. Jason. I'm gonna stick with my own pick and go with Part Seven because it's the <laughs> only one that is titled Friday Uh-oh. the Thirteenth. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm. I'm going to have to go with Denny. Even though I gave Freddy vs. Jason a higher rating, I do want to say Part 7 because I just want the hockey mask. I want the murder. I want the lake. Mm-hmm. 
but I also want the non-TV cut of the fucking movie. <laughs> Listen, Fuck Greg, you, you, AMC. I'll let you watch it. It's okay. Woo! <laughs> Give me some time. Next Friday the 13th, yeah, I'll watch yeah, it. That's not till January. Yeah. Maybe maybe uh, January. October. Wow, yep. We'll do it for we'll do it for Halloween. Yeah. Non-review watch. It's, it's it's on my mom's birthday, so y'all make sure that you have a birthday gift for my mom when we go to her house to watch Friday. The <laughs> okay, great, great. A DVD copy of Part Six. <laughs> That's Hell right. yeah! Well, thanks for joining us, Fright Ninety boys. Um, Thank you, Fright Ninety. Next week we are gonna do uh, movies for when you want to be visually appetized. Movies for when uh, the food looks delicious. Um, I'm choosing for my pick, Spirited Away, for some perfect cartoon food. Greg, do you have your pick yet? Yeah, I'm going to go with a movie I haven't seen, but I've heard a lot about. It's a movie called Burnt. Oh. Starring oh, yeah. Bradley Cooper. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's apparently a movie that was almost good, and if they just changed a couple things for the better, it could have been really good. All right. But they didn't, so I'm excited to watch yeah. it. Well, we are headed for our weirdest episode yet. We'll let the audience pick another food movie. And in the interest Food of uh, honoring our tradition where when we have guests, they really need to leave early, I'm going to tee myself up for the catchphrase. Um, oh, geez. All for right. Greg Work, the Legwork Johnson, I'm Denny the Talent Taylor, and this is Sam the, 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 the Space Jam Swenson and uh, Matt El Juero Caballero Lancaster saying, this has been Movies for When... We already told you when, but you know what we didn't tell you? What's my cage again? I'm a slasher. See my badge? <laughs>
Let's get it.